What's up, guys? All right, let's welcome. do it. Welcome back, How everybody you doing? out there listening. What up? Uh, welcome back to the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. Uh, podcast is sponsored by Fightback CBD. Uh, we're going to dive in. Uh, we're going to try and dive in a little more quickly than we n- normally do. Let's go around the room real quick. Let's introduce ourselves. Name, rank, serial number. Hey, my name is Junior. I'm a Jiu-Jitsu black belt under Felipe and Sofia Morante. Coral Springs, Fight Sports. <laughs> we have this thing, Alex, that we have Fightback CBD and uh-huh. Fight Sports. And we always say we're from Fightback CBD. <laughs> so, Alex, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Um, I'm Alex Kruger de Broda. I'm the founder and president of Substars. I'm a blue belt at uh, Fight Sports HQ under Cyborg. Nice. Drew Phoenix. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey. What was it? Episode five. Was it? Episode five. Yeah. <laughs> it's been that long. Yeah, long you with us in episode five. Welcome back. True, true, true. Okay. I'm director of operations of Substars. I'm proud belt under AJ Souza. And yeah. Milton Campus. The dummy behind this whole uh, crazy idea, uh, Milton Campus, Fight Sports Coral Springs, Purple Belt under Philippe and Sofia Amarante. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. Uh, really appreciate it. I mean, I reached out to uh, to Drew when I saw this card. I said, "What the f- what the sumo? What?" <laughs> I mean, after I saw all the names, I was like, "Oh shit! What the hell's going on?" I said, hey, Drew, let's uh, let's talk about coming up back on the show. So I appreciate you coming down. You got right back to me. That was awesome. He's our guest um, plug. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> so, uh, so let me before we before we jump in. Let's just you know we uh, you know our thing is giving stuff away. So I'm just gonna run down the giveaways real quick. Uh, so number one, we did launch our foundation uh, GoFundMe video. So go check that out. It's in the description on the video and on the podcast sound. Uh, you could just go to GoFundMe and search Jujitsu Dummies. Uh, please support. We had a good uh, couple of days. We just launched and uh, we we've already raised. That's a, a great video. Dollars. Yeah, that's a great video. Yeah, that, you might that, see your boy yeah, doing some yeah, techniques yeah, yeah. in there. You, you look, you secret, look good, bro. secret squirrel stuff. We might have found uh, your new calling. <laughs> Black belt tricks. So we got the foundation videos out again. Please support uh, if you like comment and subscribe on youtube you'll be entered to win a 50 dollar coupon code to the jujitsu dummies dot shop store right so that's uh you comment on the in the video comments on this episode which is going to be episode 13 all right we're going to give away two bottles of cbd from fightback cbd today uh we're going to have uh i got oh, you got it on the table there we got power shield uh from power x core he sent us a, a nice care package it's kind of cool um, I use this stuff for, we'll talk about this later too. I know, uh, junior loves to talk about how much he loves to watch his belt, but, um, <laughs> we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to give some of this stuff away. I'm going to put together a little care package. I got a whole bunch of stuff here from flow kimonos. We, uh, patrons, done, patrons, yeah, man. Yeah. Patrons yeah. Are getting hooked yeah so up. We're actually going to give away. So we got the listeners. We're going to give some stuff away to listeners, the typical CBD, some, some gift cards to the store. But you see the flow kimonos up behind you. We went to the the, the excuse me Jits Kings event a couple of weeks ago in Miami, and we won. My crew that was there won all five of the the geese. <laughs> so uh, I put some some jujitsu dummies patches on them, and we're gonna give them away to the podcast patrons. All right, these are guys that give us they donate money to the show. Thank you, uh, patrons. Monthly. So uh, so thank you to those guys, and we'll give them a shout out in a little bit. We got some keychains on the on the um, on the table the table here. From Flow and Roll, which uh, I also got my shirt from at the last event. Dope shirt. So uh, uh, anyone out there that uh, would like to work with us, sponsor the show, donate products, giveaways, go to our website. Yep. You want to just be involved, go to the website, go to our contact page. There are two contact uh, forms there. So you can suggest somebody to be on the show, ask to be on the show yourself, or 
just reach out to us with anything that you uh, that you might want to talk about on the show. Uh, you can find us on social media everywhere at Jujitsu Dummies. Um, what else? Uh, Alex is uh, going to give away some tickets today. Yeah, so five stars. tickets. Five General tickets. Admission. Awesome. Let's do that. General admission. We're going to probably keep those. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out if we're going to do those to the podcast patrons, if we'll give it to one podcast patron. Uh, probably a little bit more difficult to give it to a listener since it's so spread out, but we've got some patrons here in Florida. Or maybe so we could we'll do something do- on IG. Maybe we can do something with, uh, with substars well, on IG okay. and do a little we'll, giveaway like cool. that. Very cool. Let's cool. We'll it. talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. So uh, five, what do I got? I got three Marines here. Right? You're surrounded. Right? Right? Yeah. Uh, when, when you when you stepped out of the studio, Drew said the only reason that you guys are friends is because of because you were Marines and and because I was whooping you... his ass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, so so let's start with where did you guys meet? Uh, we actually met at GF team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, through our mutual friend, my neighbor, who's also a Marine. Okay. All my friends here in uh, Miami coming out of the uh, Marine Corps was a uh, former military. And so um, I saw his shirt. I saw his fucked up ears. <laughs> I was like, bro, you train? <laughs> and then uh, since then, he's he's trained at uh, with AJ Souza GF team. So I'd go train with him on the weekends. And um, that's where I met Drew. And we kind of clicked off, uh, I think, right, out, right off the bat. Right off Very the bat. cool. Very yeah. cool. And we have not only is Junior a former Marine, but uh, we have Raul. Uh, Raul Benton, who's one of our guys, like we have this jujitsu round table. We kind of like, dummies. you know, we switch in. Yeah, the crew of dummies, basically. <laughs> so, uh, so everybody surrounded with, uh, and Janet, Janet's husband That's is a right. Marine as well. So everybody involved with the show, That's other awesome. than myself, is uh, <laughs> is uh, very a veteran or very close to a veteran. So, That's good. Uh, so one of the things that we're doing with our foundation is very specific to, um, we're we're going to pay for a full year of training for a vet, a first responder. Or a child in need, oh, maybe yeah. a kid that can't pay for a school anymore, uh, parents getting separated, whatever the story is. So we're raising money now. We're going to have submissions come through, but the very first one's going to be for a veteran. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I know you guys are involved with Mission Twenty Two, right? You got yeah, yeah. And I happen to be a veteran, bro. Yeah. One year, yeah, like What's a whole that? year of training. What's that? Oh. <laughs> brand, brand new, brand new vets get. Come oh, on, I know. Man. Come on, I get, you need come to on read, There's a disclaimer on the bottom of the website. Uh, yeah, I guess you you're associated that. with the show. You know, you can't. Brown that, that, always that fine print. <laughs> you want to talk a little bit about your your involvement with Mission Twenty Two? We can, yeah. Uh, so Mission Twenty Two, I you know really have a strong uh, um, relationship and uh, uh, I want to support them as much as possible. Just because starting out, um, it was really hard for. Um, us to get any companies involved as far as sponsorships or support. Um, one, I started the company as a white belt. Okay. So the whole, everybody's like, who the fuck is this white belt? You know, <laughs> and then he doesn't know shit. And then I'm trying to make these uh, cool tournaments, whatever. It's hard to get brown belts to sign up. And then here, Mission 22 was the only company that really came back and was like, hey, yeah, we'll support you guys. They actually came out, sold a bunch of merchandise, you know, helped promote. Um, and so their whole deal is um through crossfit and jiu-jitsu they offer scholarships for combat veterans okay um and so jiu-jitsu kind of helped me out get back on track in life find my purpose and so if it could help me i know it could help other veterans and uh, it's not really just veterans it's anybody with that type of uh combat mindset so let's let's dive a little bit into that alex let's talk about let's talk about your history right where are you from where'd you grow up how'd you get into uh, the marine corps and then into jiu-jitsu yeah, so I'm originally from Toronto, Canada. Um, my mom's from Germany. My dad's from Serbia. So I had all these different crazy perspectives, um, different cultures. 
Um, but then I grew up in Cleveland, um, and Ohio is a big wrestling state. Um, so I wrestled in middle schools into grappling, growing up watching UFC and you know jujitsu and in the fighting. However, um, what's interesting is <laughs> when I was five in Cleveland, I almost got jumped, you know, uh, by three kids, and I was doing karate. My dad spent time in China. Um, and so I did karate and uh, martial arts and Bruce Lee, this and that. And You um, hooked them up with some karate chops? Or man, what? I punched the one dude. He, he tried to get my bike, you know. And so I threw the – it's a brand-new bike that my grandma got You're not getting it. Like, not today. You know, I was like, yo, not you can go today. buy that at Walmart. I, I don't give a fuck, you know. And so then they, like, cut me off and everything. And so I kind of kicked the bike into the main dude, punched him in the nose, and then screamed for my dad. <laughs> and, then, and then they all fucking ran away, you know, after I screamed for my dad. And since then, it's just in, ingrained in me that I need multiple threat engagement and strikes. And so that's why. I, how old were you? I was five. That's what I'm talking about. And so <laughs> then um, the Spartan shit going on right there. Right there. And so then it was like downtown Cleveland, you know, factories, fucking shit everywhere. Um, and then, uh, but anyway, so I just did Muay Thai and, and striking for a long time. And then in school, I liked wrestling just because it was another combat related thing. Um, but it wasn't until later, um, after high school, when I joined the Marines, um, where we did make map mm-hmm. and uh, combatives like that. And a lot of the things we did was uh, grappling related just so that we could, you know, fuck with each other without damaging our, you know, bodies um, with strikes. Even though we did that shit too, that just took three forties instead of two. Right. <laughs> That's a quick recovery. Yeah. And then, uh, so anyways, um, the, in a real fight, uh, I noticed that uh, wrestling really came out. Um, I know I did martial arts and Kung Fu and this and that, but just having a constant, um, uh, like sparring session to get it ingrained into your muscle memory. Just really, um, I noticed that in a, in a combat environment, the wrestling came out. And so it wasn't until I met um, another Marine, a, a neighbor as well, who was training jiu-jitsu, that he's like, you know what, try jiu-jitsu. I train over at Fight Sports. How old, li- how old are you at that point? I was 26, and this is, 27. Okay, so 27. post Marines, 27. Yeah, okay. so this is after the Marines, six years later. After the Marines, I did boxing. I boxed on the FIU uh, college boxing team. Um, so I still like striking, but it wasn't until I met this guy that I was like, fuck it, let me try jujitsu. And, um, man, in the Marines, I was fucking people up with the wrestling, wrestling background and shit. Yeah. And so then, uh, I was like, all right, let me see jujitsu. I, I show up 630 AM class, you know, who's going to be there, whatever. Bam, man, I got destroyed, you know? And so it was like, I got tapped out probably like 20 times. I don't know. It was crazy, but it was what the real shocker to me was. I felt like a baby. After I'm a, I'm a freaking machine gunner, scout sniper, did McMap, wrestling, boxing, Muay Thai, all this shit, you know, in the Marines. And here I'm getting played, tossed around like a little baby. And I'm like, damn. And so I got hooked. And so then after that, I was doing two days at fight sports, watching videos all day, you know, like uh, ignoring my girlfriend, my dog, you know, all this shit. Just, okay, I got to watch like the this rest technique. Of us. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and And because now you got the bug, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the thing is you have to be doing it to really – experience or you just get turned off and you go a separate direction you know i tell everybody jujitsu is you either love it or you hate it right i, I don't really know anybody that's like yeah i go once in a while because i like the there is there yeah. you can't it's just getting the right. bug is the best part i think yeah. Yeah. it could be all consuming but, <laughs> yeah definitely and you know we talked about this before like hey is it weird to watch youtube videos what that, have, that are jujitsu related oh we all but here's the thing right think about this think about basketball players think about football players what do they do they watch tape. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they review the techniques and they go back. And that's what you said. You, you, you yeah. messaged me that question the yeah, other day. Right. Like, so yeah, think about absolutely. it that way. It's just like watching tapes. So I don't think you should think that we're crazy about doing that. It's just right. no, thinking, man. Right? I love. I've still watched the same videos. I always talk about Jason Scully, who yeah, does the. Grappling you know, guy. Like, yeah, 50, I like that. The right repetitive, yeah. um, sixty techniques. I think. In like I think two I can, minutes or something. I crazy. could watch those videos yeah. till I'm twenty years in the game, and because there's so many moves, like ah, oh, I'm always there now, and Let he gives you that, that little move. So mm-hmm. just kind of see. I, I just go back and, and rewind yeah. and, and watch the. I'm always there, or at least that, that's my level. I always skipped over the leg stuff in the beginning. But uh, I, Man, from white belt, the I still stuff. Well, as a white belt when I started watching. But I find you know I find that my coaches never you know right. It wasn't they, they don't they don't love you to watching line. videos, and I think that there's a little bit of an ulterior motive in there too. But they don't want you watching videos and coming and doing something stupid like they, like, <laughs> like, to like heel, heel hook as a white belt. You know right? Am, yeah. I, am I wrong? Am no, I right? no, I feel you. And so especially with the two a days, what I noticed was my learning. Uh, it kind of got um, went in one ear out the other. Yeah. I know there's a plan for a week. Okay, we're gonna do, you know, uh, Delahiva and then three different um, guard passes right. from Delahiva or you know Baron Bolo three different ways or something. Yeah. And so then you progress throughout the week and it becomes ingrained. However, um, rolling, you know, is is for me. I notice is where I get like sticks, like the certain techniques yeah. stick in my yeah. brain. And so I'm sure with everybody, I else, feel like that's that, that's that invisible jujitsu that you hear, right? That the Gracies talk about, right? That's that part. It's like it's the muscle memory that you don't even know is happening in the background, right? Just from the constant rolling or the you know however many sessions you do. Yeah, you know I mean? and so that's why I I liked uh, my first video that I actually bought was uh, the or the app was Jason Scully's. Really? Just because Grapple's uh, Guide, right? Grapple's Guide. Uh, I just had. I never app. bought. It. I just yeah. Okay. It was like five bucks or something yeah, cheap, yeah, yeah. and then um, it's got so many different techniques. And for me, it's just I want to see the technique because then I'll mimic it, and I think I do a pretty good job mim- mimicking it. And so before the mat, before we get the roll sessions, I'm like, all right, I need. I'm gonna try my kimuras or whatever. And so yeah. he's got like twenty kimura variations, blah, blah blah. And so then it's like, all right, let me just check this shit out. And then, okay, let me do that. And so then it kind of sticks in the brain before the roll session. During the roll session, you know. That's your free fu- flow in your fucking exactly, brain. It's you like- know, like, ah, what the fuck's going on, you know. But, <laughs> and so I'll- then it goes out, your, out the window. Yeah. But um, at least, like, for a second, maybe. You're thinking. You're thinking, you know. I'm going to go for And that now. one time yeah. might work. One time, you just forget about it completely. The other, the other thing I let out a little. I don't know if I've ever talked about this one on the, on the podcast. But then I'd watch his videos. But then I'd also search for sneaky BJJ submissions <laughs> and get that's where like the that's where like the wrist locks sneaky are. Wrist locks, Those yeah. are all the wrist locks, like the real, real sneaky, like oh, sh- oh yeah. sh- wow, I just got that. Like those, so I, I like those too. Yeah, but in your history, Travis, in, Travis, uh, in your history, Stevens. tell me in your history, tell me about like your Marine Corps. So you went from high school, you went right into the Marine Corps. Yeah, as well, no. So my whole idea was I was going to be like an investment banker and then join the military, um, go to college, party. Um, I went to Arizona State because it was the number one party school, number one hottest girls at this at the time, and so I was like, "Fuck it! If I die in the military, I'm gonna fucking party," you know. And so then uh, I ended up partying too hard at ASU. Went there for a semester, dropped the fuck out, and then I was actually gonna join the French Foreign Legion. And so I went to France, told my family I was gonna do a Euro trip, so they didn't, you know, freak the fuck out. Um, and then uh, I met a legionnaire the night before I was gonna join um, in uh, in Marseille, and. Uh, he was actually in the Marines. Before he joined the French Foreign Legion, he said, you know what, um, the Marines are in war right now. If you want combat, the best training, go to the Marines. And so I, I uh, went back and joined the Marines. 
No shit. And then, um, so then... Uh, but what was it? Like, what inside you as a kid, Oh, right, from that <laughs> You didn't fight? hear the story about the bike? Well, that's what I'm saying, but it's it's something more than that. Well, I think I it's something that grows. Bike, right? You know, that's a good question, because I think every substars and just kind of my mindset stemmed from um, uh, Hideo Kojima and Metal Gear Solid. It's a video game, which is, this is the, my first tattoo. Um, I want to get a shot of that. Um, <laughs> out of heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's man, it's crazy. It was it released the year I was born, 1989. Um, and then it's uh, it's about this legendary soldier turned mercenary, and um, he's like a solo operative, secretive, um, and it really goes into the storyline and the way Hideo Kojima makes his video games. It's kind of how I want to do with Substars and any type of thing that we do with uh, substars. Um, basically have a story behind it and make you feel like you're living a movie. Um, and so the thing with his video games is that it's such good gameplay. The storyline's so well put together that people, uh, his whole goal was um, that you're not just playing like some video game for whatever, the entertainment. It's, it's uh, um, an immersive experience, and you're basically playing a video game. You're living it. You're living the video game. And yeah. so that's why VR, you know, the future, if you could yeah. live a movie, live freaking American Sniper, you know, instead of just watching the, the movie, then that's going to be way more immersive and a way crazier experience um, for everybody. So let, let's go back. I want to unwrap something because there were two things that you said when you were talking about how you started Substars, um, or at least you said something about you started it as a white belt. Yeah. So. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> well, I mean, so you I ran into training. it. Like, you, what, what happened at that time? So, what gave you the idea? Yeah, so I was doing the two-a-days, training a lot. Like, uh, I was doing the Naga, New Breeze, uh, local IBJJFs. Um, and then li little, I was looking for just whatever tournament there was. There's, like, a smaller one um, um, in Naples, and um, that was really cool. It was just, like, a no-gi, any submission. Little one-off. Yeah, one-off. Um, yeah. And then uh, just um, want to compete, Corey. Corey um, from uh, the um, uh, over there in Naples. He and I think he's up in Tampa now. Uh, Black tie jiu jitsu. Black tie, yeah. um, okay. He's uh, he was running that. So shout out to Corey. He actually competed with us um, against Jim Allers. Um, anyways, it was just really cool um, in competing in that smaller tournament, um, just because it was very different. I was watching flow grappling, of course, every type of YouTube and stuff like that. And the favorite, my favorite promotion was um, Fight to Win. You know, Fight to Win, I thought, did the best job as far as entertainment and kind of what um, jiu-jitsu needed um, with the lights, you know, walkout music, kind of like a real, like, like a, a UFC, like, yeah, you, know, you know. I went to the Fort Lauderdale show. It was, yeah. It was, a, it was a, awesome. a great show. Right. And so it's a great experience. Compared to other tournaments <laughs> where it's like in a high school basketball gym, there's 10 mats going on at the same yeah. time. And you don't like so if you're not training jujitsu, you're lost, you know, unless you're there because you're somebody's, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever. And so you're just trying to cheer on your friend. But, man, those 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 events are um, usually they're delayed a couple hours or mm -hmm. something. So you're yeah. there till midnight. Um, you don't know when your matches and then it's not very entertaining. And so for the competitor, it's it's cool because you get the competition experience you know you get you know a glory from the medal and you uh, add to your accolades however um not only that you're not getting paid <laughs> um and that's so you're a big paying question what's going on is that what's changing the game now with all these big shows or all these shows with big fighters well are, are they getting paid is that something we could talk about yeah i mean i yeah. think all the promotions now um the big fighters aren't wouldn't compete unless it was um unless they were getting paid okay um and so the other thing is um 
like just for a local guy or trying to come up, um, it's expensive paying a hundred freaking dollars to go to this tournament for a, like a medal, medal, you know, and then, which is nice, you know, cause then that you can get sponsors, but maybe you can pay a hundred dollars for an event that has good media cause there's not even media there. Yeah. And so the, another problem that I saw is I'd tell my buddy, Hey, take a video of me so I could post it on my Instagram, you know, <laughs> and then they would forget to press play. I'm like, motherfucker, I paid $120 now, and you're sitting there talking with whoever, the, you know, and you forgot to press play. What the fuck? And so it was a very simple model for the first substars. Originally, I wanted one every week and one um, belt per week. So it doesn't take eight hours. It only takes mm -hmm. a couple hours. Um, and it's like white belt the first weekend, blue belt the second weekend, um, purple, then brown. And then every, like, once every two months have, like, an elite black belt tournament or something. And then, um, and so you get competition experience, move on up, you know, have good media, get paid to help pay for gym memberships. And then, um, and then you can work your way up and get, and if you're kicking ass, you, you know, if you win the white belt tournament, boom, go to the blue belt tournaments from now on. If you win that, you work your way up. Shit. If you're a bat beast ass blue belt, then you could go and compete with the black belts, you yeah. know, like a ranking structure. But, you know, starting off, um, so it was like a simple thing. It was three. It was one match at a time, a cool venue, because that's another thing, is high school back basketball gym is fucking boring, you know? And so if you go to, like, a bar or a brewery or somewhere, maybe they can bring in some other people, audience, like some other audience, um, to watch jujitsu too, you know? And so then, um, or somewhere with a ton, a ton of people. The first event, I was going to have it at a trade show, you, you know, with 20,000 Did 20, I see some stuff people. out in the, in the beginning? Did you do this outside? What did you do? The I, on your YouTube page, there's a lot of videos outside. Is that just promo stuff? Oh no, or was we that was one of like uh, we did like a open mat um, for Art Basel. Okay, um, and then uh, we had these things called duels, which I think is still pretty cool. Which maybe we'll do in the future. <laughs> um, basically, you call somebody out. It's like a call out tournament, like wrestling. Right. And then um, what's it called? Uh, Will Abreu actually came uh, came up with this idea um, for jujitsu for when we were talking. Um, I mean, I'm sure everybody else came with the idea, um, but <laughs> it just was give just, us a shout out one person. Yeah, right? you know, um, thanks, Will. Thanks. I just wanted to shout him out. He's <laughs> he's he's been helping with a lot of like ideas and stuff like that, um, especially as a white belt. You know, okay. um, so I a lot of people helped uh, and gave us complete support since day one. Um, but anyways, the call out tournament was pretty cool. You show up, you pay like 25 bucks, and you call whoever out. And then basically you put it in a pot. Whoever wins takes the money. <laughs> okay. And so then um, it's like an open mat, but more competitive. And so um, we did it at the park. Um, people, you know, walking by, you could see, check it out. Oh, what the hell is that? Oh, that shit, that's jujitsu. Um, that's dope. You know, what are you? Blah, blah. And so to try to just get exposure. And I like that park too. Like I think outside events are fun. Um, and it's a cool venue too. You know, especially in Miami, you have the freaking bay there, palm trees, is this, and we talked a little bit about uh, uh, just before uh, you asked me if I, is, do I do this full time? I said, not yet. <laughs> uh -huh. But uh, what do you, do you, is this it? Is it Substars it? Or no, do you have a nine to five? You, you know, you, is this, are you splitting your time? So it's not really a nine to five. I do a uh, property real estate okay. um, with uh, investment with my father. Uh, we okay. first moved to Miami in 2009, actually right before uh, the Marines. And, um, during the crash and we got some property. Um, and so I basically got it, fixed it up, um, so that, um, he could come down and manage it. And then once that was taken care of, then I left for the Marines. Okay. And then once I got out, um, I came back and, um, just been doing so, that. Since. So you started as a white belt. You said something else before 
that it's hard to get brown belts. Huh, yeah, in this, the beginning, is, it was hard to get people to sign up for the tournament. Who is this guy? Yeah, but, why, yeah, yeah, but you said you said you said you said where do you even train? Yeah, right? like, you specifically <laughs> said something about it's hard to get brown belt to sign up. Yeah. What is it about that level? Well, because or, I was uh, well, so I think for me, just the whole setup, the I think the jujitsu journey kind of like was, um, I don't know, it was interesting just because I think um, I was started at Fight Sports, but then once I met James um, for GF Team, um, I was training there. And then there's like Sunday open mats where a bunch mm -hmm. of gyms would go. And then, so then it's like, all right, now I'm training with all these different gyms and I know all these people, I know their training style. Um, I'm, I'm rolling with everybody. Oh, you know, I think he would be good against this guy. Oh, there's kind of beef, you know, okay. from the, within the community. And so then now I'm like knowing everybody. And so for the local people, you kind of, I kind of got like an insight of, oh, this would be a good matchup, but this would be fire, you know, and then kind of get one gym versus the other. Okay. And so I, I think I had a pretty open mind as far as, um, the jujitsu and the each gyms and instead of just like training at one gym and then that's all I know, you know, cause I, I wouldn't know who anybody else in that's around the city, you know? And so as a white ball, I think I got exposed to a lot of the people. And so, um, and then the business model at the time was just white through brown belts, like okay. one per per week per month. And so then um, that's why, uh, man, I had a thousand dollar cash prize, and then um, for the brown belts, and it was just I had like four people sign up, you know. And so I'm like, fuck, man, two of them were fight sports, you know, from where I train. And so I'm <laughs> yeah. like, all right, you know, just handing it to you, buddy. <laughs> you know. So what much. what is it about the brown belt? Is it just that that level, or there just fewer brown I think it belts? Was that is it level at, at the time? At the yeah. time, because it's not like that anymore. No, now it's like um, shit. Everybody on the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that's MMA included, you know. I got um, you. So uh, so let, let's fast forward. We haven't heard from Drew yet. What so how did you guys meet? Tell us, how, how did you guys, I mean, you met at GFT, but like, how did this whole thing go? And what's it? Hey, Drew, I got this idea for Substars. Was it already going on? No. Tell, so tell us the background. You had him in a leg lock and hey, no, no, I didn't no, start no, doing no. leg locks. Until so like, the same guy that, <laughs> that fucked up our knee, fucked up his. <laughs> no, that's me a junior, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so James brings him in the gym and, uh, you know, off the, off the rip, you know, it's like three Marines talking he's just talking shit. And, uh, you know, had a good role because he was a green belt at the time. And I was like, how the hell does this green belt know all this stuff? Right. <laughs> so we had a good role. And then, you know, see him at, at the Mahaches and stuff. And um, there was the, the was it the first substars at the tank? Um, well, the tank was the, the fifth substars event. No, um, but I'm saying the first one at the tank where I competed against yeah, Tony. Yeah. First one at the tank. Yeah. So uh, I heard that you needed a, a brown belt. A 160-pound brown belt, right? And I was like, shit, I'll be that brown belt. And I ended up going against T Tony Mello. And we had an awesome match. Like, it was just back and forth the whole time. He had me in a heel hook. And it's like, somehow I got out of there. And he caught me in a triangle. Got out of there, passed his guard. Like, the, the match was crazy. And uh, and then you won in overtime. Yeah, I won in overtime with a takedown. Wow. So, that shit was dope. Yeah, it was, it was real cool. And from there, you know, we just started talking more. And then he started coming with the idea of, like, pay-per-views and stuff. And um, I know Ch Chewy, like, Chu Jitsu. So mm -hmm. I, I know him, like, personally. So, like, we went up to Kentucky. And, you know, we uh, I flew up there and we both drove down. And it's just, like, talking to him the whole way. And it was like, you know, we just got cool off of that. And it's just like, all right, you know, just had a kid. I got to, you know, do this 9 to 5 thing as I work with the youth. But, 
you know, any free time I got, you just like help him help him out with substars. So he's kind of what brought us here. Okay. Yeah. So now let's uh let let's jump into this card because I don't want to. Th- there's a lot to unpack here when it comes to the card itself, but um, I, I I'm dying to know about the sumo side of this. So we'll talk about the card. <laughs> we'll talk about the jujitsu last. How did this happen? What what what's the fit here? What's the <laughs> so um, I think the fundamental thing uh, with jujitsu is um, the audience is uh, just pure practitioners, um, and so. The outside person isn't really interested in watching jujitsu, okay, or know really anybody in jujitsu. I mean, before I started <laughs> training, I didn't know anything, okay. Um, and so then uh, I'm thinking, like, okay, what would I want to see that could kind of draw in um, a different audience, and then also um, how can we get you know celebrities involved? Mm-hmm. Um, so the original idea was to try to get um, NFL or retired NFL sumo, um, just because I think they're. Um, skill set in football is very can translate easily into um the sumo techniques okay. and and the rule set and so um it was hard for me to get the nfl players um so um uh, I was thinking, okay, so, so you would have gotten nfl players and then had them train in sumo or are there are guys out there that train no like um i think just the rule set um, okay if you're a def- defensive line or okay um or, okay I mean, I guess it all started with uh, one of one of the sponsors is a retired NFL player, and we're talking about martial arts, and he would do hand techniques for getting past a certain tackle. Okay. And so it reminded me of sumo. Okay. You know, just all pushing right. each other. They would just literally push each other, and then you have to get past the, the hands, you mm-hmm. know? And so then um, it's like, man, this is perfect. And they obviously, and if we could tie an NFL and the, that whole audience to this, that would be great. Um, and so really I'm trying to, um, with Substars, put on a show, you know, that's entertaining for everybody. One for the competitor. Um, it's a cool environment, a cool platform. You know, there's a nice crowd. People are excited, a cool venue, um, great, great media. And then for the spectator, um, so like a rule set that's exciting, that um, it's, there's, you know, not as much stalling, um, quick, fast pace, submission heavy, um, and then something that's uh, they can be entertained, you know. And okay. so I think uh, with sumo, um, it'll break up the the card and the whole event kind of like okay. to transition between so like the main you, events. can you explain the, the that the part we didn't yeah we didn't go into like yeah. what is it it's uh, you know i i pulled the card and it said uh like celebrity sumo but tell us a little bit like get into the finer details about what this is going to be yeah so it's going to be a round robin tournament um we have anthony rumble johnson who's uh former number one ufc light heavyweight um then uh, we have Curtis Razor Blades, current number three heavyweight, who's on a tear, just knocked out, um, or TKO'd uh, Junior Dos Santos. Um, and then we have Yamamoto. Um, he's uh, this, he's 600 pounds. He's a four-time sumo uh, world champion. Say what? 600 pounds, Damn. man. And, heaviest uh, in history, right? Heaviest it- Japanese sumo. I think there's oh. two others, like okay. a Mongolian um, sumo wrestler, but uh, heaviest Japanese sumo in history. And... Um, Man, and then we also have uh, Takashi, who's 210 pounds. He was also a Japanese sumo champion, five-time okay. collegiate. And so um, it's a round-robin, best two out of three. So okay. it's going to be just uh, one match is going to have um, the best out of two to three rounds. And then um, whoever wins the most matches wins the tournament. Um, and uh, I think, man, I'm just really super excited for this. Um, I think it's a really it could really take off as like uh, addition to Substars. Um, I think it'll be really entertaining, um, and I think it's going to be easy to cross different markets too, because the rule set is 
um, simpler. And uh, matches last only seconds to 30 seconds. Okay. So they're fast-paced, like constant action. Um, and the, to win is pretty easy, like is, is, isn't, too, isn't too difficult. You know, you push somebody out of the ring or you push somebody to the ground or, um, or have their, any part of their body touch the ground besides their feet. Now, you think sumo is going to be the, the trend in substars? Or are you going to potentially add different type of yeah. arts to that? So I have like an exclusive contract for um, uh, events with uh, USA Sumo. Um, and they're the largest sumo organization and league outside of Japan. Um, and so uh, we're definitely going to be doing sumo pretty heavy um, in future events. Um, but um, substars and jiu-jitsu and elite grappling is the main portion of every show. Um, the celebrity sumo, I, I think, is just going to be uh, kind of like an intermission sure. type yeah. exhibition to separate the undercard from the main event matches. Um, and so uh, I think we could just um, grow from there, you know. Alex, you got something about the ninjas, bro. The ninjas. We'll get to that. I yeah, you know what? <laughs> that's you Easter egg. That's that. what we're looking for. We're looking for some Easter I, eggs I, out I, there. I, yeah, yeah, What should yeah, we, we be looking we're for? Gonna, we're going to hold on to that one for a little bit? Yeah, well, right. we could talk about that now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dude, go ahead. <laughs> um, Ninjas, go. Well, yeah, so, <laughs> I, like, another portion of uh, Substars is, um, it's, uh, like we said, it's like a show. And so, we're not just putting, you know, this world champion versus that world champion. Um, we're having, not only are we, our matchups um, very, you know, uh, um, there's, there's hi like, hype and heat behind them, mm -hmm. um, rematches, um, but... Um, when then with a celebrity sumo as part of the entertainment, but we're also doing a show aspect um, for so everybody can be interested. Um, it creates like an atmosphere and that movie like experience. Okay. And so what we're doing uh, for this event, uh, continuing from our event from July, we're having the Japanese taiko drums, um, and so that's gonna just create like that kumite blood sport. Type. I was at that event. I was at your last uh, event at the tank. That yeah, was, that was a great event. And so my best com like best compliment was, uh, man, I felt like I was in a movie. And I was like, damn, hell yeah, that that's yeah, yeah, the cool Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, cool you know? <laughs> <laughs> so this one's gonna be more so with because uh, we're gonna have actual samurai in armor um, come out with uh, the main event fighters um, each okay. one. So there's gonna be one samurai per fighter, and then um, as they walk out, the samurai's gonna come out. We're gonna have Japanese. Uh, we're gonna have uh, girls um, dressed up as ninjas, um, and they're okay. acrobats. Okay. And so during the walkout process, they're gonna be doing flips and contortions. Now, are you sharing this for the first time, or do people already know about this? Um, I mean, I, I hinted okay. it. I hinted it, but okay. I never went in depth. So okay. I think this, this is yeah. hopefully you know. So people... we usually put this out a week after we record. So this isn't gonna be Still out today. So we got a week to. Yeah. It's under wraps. Probably till next Monday. Okay, <laughs> so the not this Monday, the following Monday. So, um, so, so I guess okay. so. Now we just filmed a, like a promo video with the samurai, and so our event promo video is going to be really artistic and kind of. We're trying to make it seem like these fighters are actually doing samurai duels, and so um, not just like grappling match, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, samurai duel, like some ancient, you know, um, Japanese type. Um, Morimoto Musashi type shit, you know? <laughs> and so uh, we're going to get a feel for that with a samurai. Each fighter is going to be like their own samurai for a duel. And then the uh, the ninja girls, acrobats, is just going to be part of the show um, to make it entertaining and have that whole dope. atmosphere um, yeah. to create that unique experience, you know? Because gotcha. at the end of the day, we want somebody to walk out like mind fucked, you know? Like, damn, what the fuck was that? You know, when's the next one? Holy shit. And so that's why for us... Um, where I think we're I just got an idea so, for you, man. 
yeah. kung fu guys <laughs> with the fucking hair wig back to here. Uh, that yeah. flying, like... <laughs> Yo, that'd be Doing awesome. That. We're so. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait that. a minute. He's it's got more. Well, so it's funny you mentioned that just because uh, the original idea was to um, have it at the Adrian Arst, which is the second largest stage in America. It's a huge theater venue. And we're going to have these crazy build out sets like Mortal Kombat and have like Japanese pagodas. And it was going to be a palace set. And um, the backside was going to double as bars. And so we're going to have the people fly around like Crouching there Tiger, Hidden go. Dragon. That's what I'm talking about. And then, yeah. And so then they would be flying around during the matches on, uh, you know, the harnesses and go from one portion of the palace to the other. And so it would be a totally immersive type experience with like hanging acrobats and That's stuff dope. like that. But Looking forward to that. So you uh, nailed it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going we to the, we're gonna be there at this next event. So same like, wave so. pattern right there. So there let, you go. Same, same wavelength. Wave pattern. Yeah. You mentioned two USC fighters that are on the card, right? Is uh, Anthony's not fighting. Rumble Johnson isn't fighting in the UFC right now, right? He's, he's, no, so, he's, he's trying to make back. his way back, right? Yeah. Okay. I know he got he, he got into professional But now he's competitive uh, lifting. a totally different... Uh, Man, like yeah. we had a, a interview with him and um, Curtis during Super Bowl weekend, and uh, he is ready to go for the UFC. Yeah, he's, he's like straight up like a NFL Reset. person, like super, like he's massive and yeah. lean as fuck. And yeah, I'm like he's scary. <laughs> so there's a third UFC fighter. There's well, Dustin. I guess there's two active, and that now you have uh, Dustin is the second active fighter. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? So. Um, Actually, like that one, I uh, reached out to him. Um, I was gonna, he was supposed to do a match with um, Jay Z Cavalcante. And so um, there was like, uh, so that was a really exciting match I wanted to do. Jay Z's been very supportive um, since the beginning, um, giving me his advice. He had a lot of uh, fights over in Japan, which mm-hmm. are my favorite promotions because of their um, show aspect. Um, and so uh, I wanted to get him a match. However, um, some last-minute changes happened with the main event, and so we had to um, um, put in uh, Dustin Poirier for, okay. for Gary, which we are very happy with. Um, and, um, man, uh, we're, we're excited. Uh, unfortunately, we have to, you know, we'll have to save Jay-Z for um, the next event, but we have somebody very interesting for for jay-z breaking news oh shit oh. <laughs> um I, can, so can you say i was dropping gonna, that now i'm deciding i think i have to wait i think i have to wait sorry guys you don't know no, well, listen hey, let listen. us know first you gotta come back let us know first <laughs> before you put that out there. it should be so, released uh during the pay-per-view actually um, there we go so, so what, what do you yeah. think personally about that matchup you want to comment on that matchup poirier tonin i mean <laughs> I, don't see, I, I don't see Poirier getting out of Tonin's. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I mean, that's like. Uh, Poirier's tough, but I mean, Tonin is Tonin. Yeah. Like, that's my favorite no gi grappler, so. And Tonin, yeah, I mean, exciting. he's he's trying to. Yeah. Is he still fighting overseas? He's not fighting, yeah, he's not he's fighting actually in the US fighting, yet. He's at one championship. He's fighting for the title in uh, April. Okay. Um, and, and so, uh, from. Uh, um, so it's pretty interesting because he's, he's really um, going to. He's making a name Aspiring for himself. Aspiring MMA fighter with yeah. that jujitsu background, fighting an active MMA fighter. Right. I mean, this has got. Uh, it's I mean, fireworks. I, I like yeah, there's fireworks. Yeah. I like it. At the, the same time, is, I think, I, in my personal opinion, no disrespect, I think Poirier is going to be in way over his head. I think yeah. uh, I mean it also shows the um, the training camp and and then your strategy too. Um, I think. Uh, 
if you can focus on certain escapes, you know, mm -hmm. from certain positions and I guess, you know, um, survive until the end where you can, because the overtime, there's first to score overtime rounds. Okay. Um, then I think uh, Dustin has the chance to really um, to take it in the overtime round. Okay. Um, from just like MMA, you know, uh, shot defense and wrestling um, type of uh, so training. Can you go over that format? Because I've only been to one yeah. show, but go over the, the how that works, the point system, and then the overtime. So the um, mat, there's going to be 10 matches going up to the Celebrity Sumo, and then they're all going to be six minutes submission only. Um, the legal techniques are slams, scissor takedowns, and spinal locks. Everything else is legal. Um, there's a gi and no gi. Heel hooks are allowed and leg locks. Um, and so uh, once you get into the um, – and then there's only three uh, two-minute first-to-score overtime rounds. Okay. Um, that's the only other difference. Um, if nobody scores in the overtime rounds, then it's going to be a ref's decision. Um, and then uh, the main event matches, they're going to be 10 minutes submission only and unlimited first to score two minute overtime rounds. So it's not left up to the ref. Okay. Um, and so the difference, so there's going to be four of those main event uh, matches. There's going to be the Keenan and Gaudio. Okay. Rematch. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, that's a big deal as well. Yep. Um, I know the one that stands out to me that I saw was was Nicky Rod and Rod Roosevelt uh, Souza. Uh, yeah, I, I'm still a little confused as to what happened. Again, I was at that match. Yeah, can you talk a little bit about the controversy side of that? I mean, yeah, I didn't. I, I know for me personally, I didn't understand the rules. It was my first Substars event, uh -huh. so I didn't know and really understand the overtime aspect of it. But I didn't know what all the fuss was about. Mm -hmm. But I did think that that Souza. Got the sweep. I thought he got the sweep and I thought he won. And right. then I was like, what happened here? Yeah. So, so you have to hold a position for three seconds. Um, and then uh, if you land a sweep or a takedown or um, whatever. Um, for that event, the rules were kind of different. Um, for the overtime, we had a one-minute overtime rounds first to score. But um, the first two started standing. And then after that, um, it alternated. You get to choose your favorite guard position. Or if you want to be on top. So okay. if I want to be De La Hiva on top or half guard, top half guard, I can start like that and then boom, go for a minute, first person to score. Okay. Goes. And so the controversy was um, <clears throat> the, that Roosevelt landed a sweep um, on uh, on uh, Nicky Rodriguez. And this mm -hmm. is during the Nicky Rod challenge. Yeah. Um, and so if he would have won that, then the prize money would have reset down to you know the starting off prize money. And then... Um, then Nikki wouldn't have uh, won, you know, the the challenge. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, but anyways, um, with the referee, he didn't see that uh, it was. Um, he didn't feel like it was a three second um, control for the um, for the sweep, and so he didn't uh, award the the points to okay. um, to Roosevelt. And so then, sure enough, the very next round, um, Nikki Rod uh, came back with his own sweep to to win it. All and right. So that was. Uh, that got a huge reaction from everybody just because yeah. it was a pretty <laughs> it was a pretty big sweep too. I think it was like uh, um, over the head. Um, Do you have a personal opinion about it? Can uh, you comment? <laughs> I mean, it was. I don't really want to comment. <laughs> Everything comes to me, and that's why I'm paying the refs yeah, to take all the take all the slack. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the end. Of the so shit. Drew, what's your opinion on that fight? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to throw me under the bus. <laughs> what do you think? For real? What do you think? 
No, I mean, I, <laughs> did you see it? I know you were running around with a. I mean, I was the fighter day, babysitter, so, so I was yeah, just like I was yeah. running back and forth, like trying to take care of fighters and stuff. And I'm looking. And I, gave like, an I gave you an yeah, out. I gave you an out. Thank you. Hey, I don't know, but hey, the ref said that Nikki Rod won. Nikki Rod won, but <laughs> I'm right. looking forward to this rematch. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be fireworks. And this is gonna. I mean, you also what what so, match was that? Was that Nikki's? Was that his third? That was, was the that, second one. That was the second match, and then um, and then the final one was against uh, Quentin Rosenzweig, which he uh, ended up tapping out. Okay. Um, so I mean, uh, I I mean, I personally think from all the matches that I've seen Nikki in, you know, besides um, like Kane and Duarte, um, you know, at Fight to Win, uh, and at ADCC's, um, the uh, it, man, I think Roosevelt really had the like had a good match. I think he won um, throughout the submission only portion. Okay. If it wasn't, um, if it was like a ref's decision, yeah, he sh- I think he should have won that just because I think he was um, the dominant um, uh, uh, athlete uh, during that match, and he was kind of guiding the the rest of the time. Okay, um, but um, I mean uh, that's why I think this uh, this rematch is going to be very exciting. You're going to see a lot out of uh, Roosevelt, and I think you're going to see. Uh, a really uh, equal matchup, and you got Nikki Rod. I mean, that'll be his first fight of the of the day, versus that was his second fight right. in his own. You know, the tournament named after him, uh, right. the tournament within the with the, the subsize event. Yeah. So I think you're going to see, and I mean, just the the experience that he's gaining and the time between right. then and now is going to be huge. The level of competition that he's that he's had in front of him. Right. I mean, he's you know. The thing is also you see Roosevelt winning American yeah. Nationals, Gianogi, like double gold. Um, you have uh, he won world champion as a brown belt. He's a beast, yeah, t- absolutely. And so uh, I think it's uh, it'll be good for for both of them, you know, because um, I mean, still at the end of the day, um, Nikki Rod is competing against the top guys in the world. Um, but uh, is, I mean, is he still I beat JJF. Purple belt. Purple belt. So where, where do you see substars this year doing how many events? Three. So three 2020, events. we want to have three events. The next one, June, July, um, possibly August, depending on um, certain, you know, main event, which will be very um, exciting. <laughs> um, and then uh, so this announced. summer. Yeah, to be announced. <laughs> TBA, baby. So looking at the next one this summer, um, probably like five months, you know, five months out. Um, and then we want to have another one, um, ideally November 10th uh, or 11th again for Veterans Day or the Marine Corps birthday. We want to have like the biggest one, um, Veterans Day or Marine Corps birthday. And you mentioned Mission 22 is helping out in sponsorships, but what are you guys doing? What is Substars doing with Mission 22 to help vets? So the Mission 20, so we um, are donating 10% of all the pay-per-view proceeds to Mission 22. Awesome. Um, And so... It's this event, you know, because it got so much attention. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> My bad. Forgot about those. That's all right. Oh, it's got, oh that's tight. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but yeah, comic so relief. Now, like, hopefully we can um, raise some good money for them. You know, um, we've been uh, just growing a lot over the past year and a half. So um, it has been more growth for the company. Um, and so we haven't helped out as much as we'd like to. Um, but hopefully with the pay-per-view uh, this time and the ticket sales, I mean, we're selling, you know, there's 2,400 seats at the venue. Um, we could raise some serious money for Mission 22. Um, another thing that we'd like to do is uh, just uh, raise awareness to all the gyms in the area. Whenever okay. we go to a different gym, we um, ask them to sign up and partner up with Mission 22 because mm-hmm. the more partners that they have with uh, with their, their program, the more combat veterans they can give scholarships to. 
Uh, I mean, shit, if I knew about it, I would have reached out to whatever gym mm -hmm. and that had the scholarship and tried to get three months of, you know, free jujitsu. Mm -hmm. um, I think they ought, their program is uh, three months yeah. of the scholarship. And so if gyms can just sign up, it's free to sign up. Um, they just email uh, Mission 22, and then um, once they become a partner, um, the Mission 22 will pay the gym for their three month. For, yeah. for three months. Awesome. Which is crazy, you know. It's, so it's it's free to sign up, and you're helping out a veteran. Um, and it, I think it's just good marketing for the gym alone, you know. Yeah, sure. yeah. And so, um, really, there should be all the gyms should be signed up with Mission Twenty Two. Um, yeah, GF, GF team just we just signed up with them. Hell yeah, you know. Yeah, so, so we're looking for vets. So awesome. if you're in the Pompano area, come through. So so when so you out. sign up, is that something that you look? You know, how does it work? How are you trying to get vets in? Are they do they just want to have you as a partner so that if they have a vet in your area? How does that work? Give us a little bit of like kind well, of the I know, behind the scenes. Yeah, well, Mission 22 and Redefy, like they have like their network. So yeah. it's like a vet goes to them. They'll say, okay, well, this is where you're at. Here's these the are the, these are the gyms area. that will pay. We'll pay. Yeah, but if a vet comes in, in our school, like we'll say, hey, like, you know, are you a combat vet? You know, see whatever criteria you need. And it's like, all right, okay. we'll push you towards Mission 22 or Redefy. Okay. A couple of the guys are, are donating to Weedify as well. Yeah. Right? So, uh, Tonin and and Gordon Ryan, right? Yeah, which is uh, awesome. You know, Weedify is doing pretty much the same thing as far as uh, helping combat veterans and service-disabled uh, veterans uh, get rehabilitated through their PTSD through jiu-jitsu. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, anything that... Um, you know they're very supportive of of, of that, and so um, hopefully we can they can raise um, a ton of money for Weedify as well. Um, okay. And so I mean we, we've been talking about Mission yeah. Twenty Two. We're gonna push. Since... I think we're gonna start pushing both. We need yeah. to start pushing both because well, it's we, just yeah. you know one one works if one doesn't yeah. work the other one's gonna work and, yeah. and there's vets that need the help. So we have a, a, a patron system. So we mentioned it before. So uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. People can go on and donate to the show. But one of the guys that's our, that's been a patron since almost the beginning, since I launched the program, uh, CJ Carroll, he asked us, he said, hey, I'm going to become a patron. But he's like, I don't want I don't want you to mention me. He's like, I want you to mention Mission 22. So we've been mentioning them on, on every show mm -hmm. as, as a patron. So we've definitely, you know, again, everybody involved with the show pretty much is uh, – has got either a military background or married to somebody in the military. Yeah. So we were happy to do it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, – C.J. Carroll, Chuck Reddor, James Fisher, Damian Soto. Shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> Our newest uh, podcast patron, Roberto Santiago, which uh, he's- Roberto. You know, Roberto. Yes. Kung Fu, Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, he's- uh, A little Wing Chun. Yeah, he's, a uh, he's becoming an all-around uh, martial artist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We appreciate him. He just He's our, he's our newest- uh, but again, yeah, you know, Mission 22 is uh, uh, anytime we've read off our podcast patrons, we, we've talked about them. So, uh, so uh, you know, we're gonna, and we're going to continue to do that. So uh, we'll, we'll support any way we can from, from this angle. So let's talk jits um, for beginners. Yeah. Alex, jits for beginners, for that's dummies, beginners. right? Because that's what we are, dummies. dummies. <laughs> so give me the basics, man. What, what do you like? What do you? I like, uh, so I like, uh, sorry for. No, go um, for it. Because I wrestled in middle school, um, wrestling was huge for me uh, starting in jiu-jitsu. Um, I felt like my takedowns were pretty good against uh, at most uh, levels. And then so for me, it was really a Kimura's and uh, top game. I like top half. Um, so my what I would do uh, for my you know vi initial videos was uh, <laughs> guillotine defenses. Uh, <laughs> because uh, everybody at pro training or whoever... Uh, when I chewed in, we'd go for that guillotine. And then, so the initial things were guillotine defense and then try to work um, 
Watch like that a, tape, right? Yeah, like uh, goddamn, you know, right before the <laughs> right before the roll session. Okay, I've done that. Yeah. Done, like, uh, I mean, watch out. one video before I leave the house. <laughs> oh, <of course. laughs> It'll be fresh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then, uh, and then the, the Kimura traps, you know, and so it was like one of the first um, like uh, sequences that I learned, and since then I kind of just uh, developed like uh, takedown top half Kimura trap game. Um, shout out. So no I mean, you, you, so I mean, no your, your Kimuras are all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so you're a Nogi guy? Um, I like both. Okay. And so um, I train I'm both. And so uh, I, I'm a fan of both. I think both are fun. There's a sure. lot more you could do with um, the Gi, but, you know, Nogi's fast-paced, and I think you can train longer, too. At least I can. <laughs> and you could heel hook. You can, well, you know, with sub-stars, you can do both. <laughs> I mean, the sub is <laughs> yeah, the only one. <laughs> yeah. You got any um, kid? Are there any kids on the on the event on the event card? We uh, wanted to. Uh, we were lining answers. up. We were lining up one match, but um, just uh, didn't really work out for the scheduling because um, the kids like a, I don't know, multiple time national champion wrestler. Okay. Um, so he's a beast, <laughs> and then, uh, but his wrestling season ends actually the same weekend as uh, Substars, so we'll get him on the next show. Elijah Castanon, he oh, competed. Okay. He was our first uh, kids match from our okay. event in July. <coughs> Um, and he did really well. So we got a kid for you out from California. Oh yeah, Jacob the Brown Bull. Oh, he trains with the Mendez brothers. He actually reached out, Jacob the Bull. Yeah, but so he's yeah. but he's like what he's um, a stud. Five, he's he's 14, uh, he, he just has blue belt. Okay, so we need to get him on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we had him on the last show. I mean, his father had reached out to me. I think when we first started, and I was like, we're not ready to do like the Skype thing. We're going to do everything roundtables, kind of figure this whole podcasting thing out. Uh, and then I reached back out, and yeah, he was on the show. He, he, I think he just turned sixteen, just got his blue belt. But Monster. he's like, uh, yeah, he's a he's a world champ at juvenile. Uh, yeah. He's he's taking gold. Like he, he takes gold pretty much every. He did fight to win. He lost a fight to win. Uh-huh. But uh, the kids just said, watch one of his videos. He remind, you know who he reminds me of? Who? You. Really? Dang. Yeah. He I does a lot of stupid despite, shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I tell anybody about you. First of all, I got two stories for you. Whenever I talk to anybody about you, the word spider monkey always comes. Like It's like you roll with this, this guy. He's like, he's there. He's there. Where is, are there two of him? He's like everywhere. He's all Freeze over you. Right? Yeah, man. And um, and that's what this kid is like. Yeah. He did. I, look, I watched his last uh, tournament video. Man, he doesn't let his opponents breathe. He's just, nice. he's I all over them. Um, I actually, a co-worker of mine who just came back to work with us, he had left and came back. He just came to talk to me on Friday. And he's like, oh, I'm going to train jiu-jitsu again. He, he'd done a little bit. He went to some school where they were putting him. He's like an adult. And he, they put him in the kids' class as a white belt. They said, you're in the wrong school. I kept on telling him, you're in the wrong school, wrong school. And um, he just told me, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to this place, Beach, BJJ, something. I'm like, GFT? I said, yeah. And then I, I put I brought up your picture on Facebook. And he's like, oh, I know that guy. He's like, man, he's fast. <laughs> I said, yeah. I was like, yeah, well, that's the right guy. That's who we're talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. But nice. I told him, I said, Spider-Man, this kid, Jacob DeBrown, he, like he rolls like that. Yeah. The kid's a stud. Yeah. yeah, man. He's, uh, yeah. If uh, if there's ever an opportunity. Plus, I want him to come to Florida. So, are all your events are in Florida? Yeah. Everything's I mean, going to be in Florida for the foreseeable future? Yeah. I, are you going to travel uh, at all? Um, I mean, I was thinking about it, and um, I'm open to it. However, uh, Miami, I think, has such good talent down the me- here. It's the mecca here of, of MMA and, and jiu-jitsu. MMA. Well, the thing is, I don't think it is for jiu-jitsu yet. 
And really? so that's why I think uh, if we can, you know, make a promotion where... Publicize it more and yeah. bring more attention. Exactly. Yeah. Then we can make Miami the another Mecca. Because I okay. think right now it's New York and California. L.A. Yeah, California. For the jiu-jitsu, for jiu-jitsu, for jiu-jitsu, really? Yeah. I mean, I think so. Uh, yeah. There's okay. the Worlds there. You know, there's um, okay. the, all the, you know, Pan top... Ams in New York. Well, yeah. we, well, okay. When I kind of say Mecca, I'm thinking the, the schools, the top right. teams, the fight sports... You know the GFT. You know mm-hmm. I, when I, I'm thinking Mecca, you're talking more from a show perspective, from the events that are coming into those areas. And I think also the gyms there too. I yeah. mean, there's okay. like a ton of uh, world champions, and you know, Antos, Art of Jiu Jitsu. Um, you know, you have like Enzo, uh, Enzo like uh, New York's got like five of them all mm-hmm. within you know okay. the right. Manhattan. You gotcha. know, and so um, like uh, Miami definitely has uh, a lot of top gyms. You know, but I think the biggest ones are you know American Top Team is really the the MMA top gym in Florida. Yeah, and, starting um, point there. Right, and so then, and you have like fight sports, huge, you know, uh, down here. And so like, there's other gyms, um, Technica's big, Carlson Gracie, they have a big following locally. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, man, there's there's like a difference between a facility, you know, and um, other gyms. And I think California and New York have just like facilities. Okay. Of, of these huge, like, gyms with a bunch of people all right i got Um, you and so i think miami is is there you know there's a bunch of top you know wagner (coughs) rocha just had a big opening his gym's huge now technica's gym their new opening is huge it's awesome there's a new fight sports in the falls right new fight sports in the falls i just saw the video last night like man there's like four different rooms and all this wrestling and there's gonna be events there when i saw wagner set up i'm like man this is dope yeah one single room with a humongous mat and then there's another room with another bigger mat Damn, really? Crazy. Yeah. I haven't been there yet. Oh, it's nice. So and the it's, lights, it's bright in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful. The white mats. Yeah. I love the white mats. Um, but yeah, so it's really, I think Miami's on that that culminating um, point to really just be the the mecca, like you, mm-hmm. another another mecca, like you said. All right. Um, and there hasn't really been that many shows either. I want to change it up a little bit because we never got to go over. Um, when you were with us, we were going to do a second podcast that day. I don't and, even remember about yeah, that. Man, yeah, man. Oh, Kenora, yeah, yeah. You had yeah, a family member uh, passed. Uh, you had to leave that day. Uh, we never got to talk about some of the kids' things that you were involved with. Is this something that you want to talk about? Is there anything you can mention? You got anything going on, or is it just Substars right now? You, yeah. just, <laughs> he wants to make a third okay. appearance. He just wants to make a third appearance. Book him. Yeah. Book him. Yeah, well, I mean, Both. I know that Book you were always big on bringing episode. jiu-jitsu to kids, and, you know, underprivileged kids specifically, right? Underserved communities. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I was doing it a, um, at... I was at a program in Fort Lauderdale, okay. and we had free reign to do whatever we wanted. Okay. So it was like jujitsu immediately. <laughs> program I'm at now, it has more money, but there's a lot okay. more bureaucracy. When you so say the program, you're saying just a Like pro- the organization. Okay. All right. Right. So there was one in Fort Lauderdale. Um, that got shut down. Okay. You do the funding. So then now I'm at one in Delray Beach, Okay. who has a lot more funding, but there's a lot more red tape to get around. So, so what, what kind of things are you doing there? I mean, it's a, it's a team leadership program. Okay. So you know, we bring in facilitators. They do a lot of music and they do a lot of arts. You know, anything sports related or you just is the hope that it'll the be hope is jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's good. So you're you're still spreading word. Is that the nine to five? Oh, is that your, is that the gig? Yeah, that's, that's the, the nine that's to the five. Gig right now. Yeah. Well, come back when when you when I get when you get jujitsu uh, approved. Sure. So let, let's do some listener questions. So Alex, one of the things that we uh, uh, we mentioned before is that usually uh, people submit questions. Um, 
I think we're definitely uh, usually like white to probably purple. We get a lot. That's kind of our core audience, um, and that's what the give. That's where the giveaways come from. If we use their question on the show, we uh, we send them again something you see here. <laughs> they, they'll get something. A lot of times we send One of them these some fabulous CBD. gifts. Yeah, <laughs> tell them what they won, <laughs> uh, or you know we send them to the podcast store. We give them like a fifty dollar coupon code. So we got a couple of questions. And uh, look, just, you know, it may not be, th- these aren't uh, tournament specific or substar specific, but uh, this was going to give some advice out. Okay. So you, this is for both of you. Uh, so Doug Greenberg sent us a message. He says, love the podcast. I've been listening since episode one. Uh, I'm a newly promoted blue belt and I spent my time as a white belt working on my defenses and escapes okay. while not building much of my offensive game. I became pretty good at defense. So now my question is, what's the best way to start building my offensive games? Which attack should I perfect first? And he just says, thank you. That's uh, uh, Doug Greenberg. He trains at Bill Scott BJJ Shore Academy in, in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. So the first part of that question is, what should he start working on as it, as it relates to his offensive game? What would you, what would you tell him? Um, uh, I mean, I, I, <laughs> uh, I guess it depends on what style. Uh, he um, plays like top or bottom first. I, I know for me, um, the like top half was my thing. And so... Uh, I immediately gravitated towards the Kimura. Okay. And so since then, I kind of just really perfected, like, that kind of sequence. Okay. Um, just top half Kimura, and then getting past the half guard, find landing the Kimura, or um, transitioning to, like, north-south, doing an arm bar, you know, Kimura trap. Okay. So for me, I think that was a really good, easy um, uh, first step for submission. Um, and so I would I would go for the Kimura arm bar. Drew? Leg locks and wrist locks. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where we don't want to get him thrown out of his academy. He's just, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's legal at blue belt, right? Straight foot locks, yeah. straight foot locks and wrist we'll locks. Say my, yeah. say my white belt, yeah. huh? well, not the wrist locks, but the straight foot locks are legal at white belt. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. But and wrist locks. Would you the straight ankle lock? The straight. Yeah. yeah, it's legal at white belt. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah, when I was yeah, a white belt yeah, yeah. in the tournament systems, I, I did new breed at white, and and yeah, that was the one thing. He said, you know, this is. Oh really? Give oh, me okay. this motion. He's like this. When I, when I was coming up, <laughs> got that. When I was coming, when I was a white belt, they didn't. They didn't no? allow that. That was okay. frowned upon. The <laughs> tag legs. So. I I know, like you know, look. When I ask the question, you're like kind of like well. You need to know a lot more before you could tell this this person. You know, listen, we're giving some general advice. I know yeah. for me, you know, we always talk about it depends on your curriculum. What do they concentrate on? Like, hey, look, what's next at Tenth Planet is not the same thing that's what's next at GFT or at Fight Sports. Uh, but I know for me, I usually tell people, what's your weakest part or what's the weakest part of your game, and that's where the videos came in for me. If I did something in the gym that I was weak at, I went home and I, I searched that. And then I found the Jason Scully videos. And then again, it was like, find the weakness. And then he's giving me 50, right. 65 different things. So I definitely recommend that Doug, you know, get online. Watch some tape, man. Watch yeah, don't tape. Yeah. Don't tell what your do you coach. Think? Not everybody loves, a lot of coaches uh, don't love the video. You know, people, I, at least when I started, I'm going on six years. When I started, my coach did not like me. Kenny. Kenny did not like me going. And then he just gave in, and I used to bring my iPad. We put it on the side because in the beginning, it was like me and Kenny. Uh, And then I I put my iPad on the side, and we'd roll. We'd train. And then he'd be like, okay, go ahead. And I'd ask him a question. I'd be like, look at this video here, coach. Can you show me how to do this? And and that's where it just evolved for me. So I would tell him, work on your weaknesses. You know, like you said, you know know what you're good at, and you develop. Like my thing is is north-south. 
I feel like nobody trains. How do you, you know, everybody's training for the, for the pass or for the mount. Nobody knows how to really, nobody understands, or at least at my level, they didn't understand, okay, this guy's, where's he going? Why is his head right mm-hmm. next to mine? And now I've got their neck from the top. Uh, so, uh, so that that's one thing that I that I'd I like say, to do. Yeah, but, you know, work say, on your uh, weaknesses, and then and then and and you know, pay attention to your curriculum, but work on your weaknesses. You know what you're good at, or yeah, listen, you can make your the the things that you're good at even better, but you know, you don't want to leave those holes in your game. But I also tell him to like pay attention to the positions that he ends up in a lot. Mm-hmm. Like me, I remember like around blue belt, I always used to end up in half guard. So it was great because like deep half was like the thing back then. Mm-hmm. So I just focused on deep, deep half. Okay. So I mean, I feel like everybody ends up in certain positions a lot. Like if you're a wrestler, right, you're going to probably end up in top half guard a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was good for him to start attacking Kimuras from that position and stuff. But like if you're, you know, guard puller, but like you really don't have good guard retention, then you're probably going to end up in half guard. So start practicing half guard. Okay. Yeah, I work a lot of half guard. That's my thing. And I'm working my way to the side for a sweep, take your back, and that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I agree. Just for the bottom half, boom, for me, I'm looking for that Kimura sweep. <laughs> I mean, it's so, all right. So, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> like I got caught in it before it's or something. All right. It's all right. <laughs> uh, so, we have our second question that we have is from Gemma. Uh, her dad talks to me. We, we shout, talk out to Gemma. Je- shout out to Gemma. Shout out, shout out uh, to Gemma. We kind of usually throw her in with our podcast patrons. I believe, uh, forgive me, Gemma, if I get your age right. She's she's nine years old. Uh, her dad listens to the podcast and uh, he he lets her listen to us. Awesome. So uh, so I apologize for the cursing today, Larry. Yeah, my bad. Uh, but no, 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 don't worry. We don't, we don't, no filter. Uh, but, you know, I she, she's doing a lot of competitions. And he sent this question. He said, Gemma was asking this question. So I'm going to ask this question from the perspective, just understand this is a nine-year-old asking this question. Uh, but uh, I think that we can unpack this a little bit. So how do you roll with somebody when you know you're going to lose? So I think, you know, when at, at nine, I think that the question, I believe that the question's kind of coming from going to tournaments, nine-year-old girl, she's not always maybe matched up evenly. I'm guessing that's what a, a little bit of that is, and she's again, I think it is coming from a, from uh, maybe, maybe that she's going against a boy, or that she's going against against boys that are maybe bigger, uh, or maybe even girls that are bigger because they're combining. You know, that happens a lot at new breed. They, you know, oh, you're 200 pounds. Oh, you're 140. Hey, let me put you together. Yes, I thought through some shade. Yes, um, <laughs> they you know, they put you together. That happened to me the last time. It was like I was up against guys half my age. I was like, all right, maybe last time I do. New breed, well, but um, but but I mean you know again how, how do you roll against somebody when you know you're going to lose? Um, so I think uh, maybe it's not just uh, the competition aspect. Maybe mm-hmm. it's also just training because um, as a kid and I, I did like competitive soccer and mm-hmm. if it was when it was like when I was a traveling international team, um, it was just pretty crazy as far as the um, the competitiveness and okay. it kind of turned me off of soccer. Okay, and so. Um, Maybe that could be part of the thing. Um, okay. If you're just constantly training and then you're going against somebody who's bigger than you, then what's the point? Yeah. Um, but um, and that's a different aspect. I think a different answer to competition. Uh, if you think that you're not going to win, if in competition, I think it's okay. Um, let's try to survive and not get any points scored on me. So you play very defensively, mm-hmm. and so you're not really looking to attack. Maybe unless that's part of your defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would uh, say for like competition aspect, um, you know, play um, whatever you feel like you can um, s- stall out the match or, or last 
Um, That's so, a little bit longer than catching to something, win. Yeah. right? Or just not to catch them, just try to win by points. Drew's about to say wrist locks and and, and leg, leg locks. locks. <laughs> <laughs> not for a nine year old now. Come on, I'm not a monster. I, man, they're crazy. No, but I, I, I think there's a mindset thing here that you got to understand. And you know, I talk about. I, I think I played every sport as a kid: soccer, baseball, football. Quit everything. I wrestled for a couple of years. Always quit. Um, mm-hmm. I look looking back. There was never the the talk about mindset or being positive, and the first thing when I saw that I was like, okay, I get I understand that she may be going against kids that are bigger or or boys and and that she might feel that way, but she's it, it's a mindset thing. Right. She's got to go into it and she's got to think positively and she's got to go against those other kids like you're gonna win. You you have to go into that even if the kid is bigger. You know that's the old uh, the bigger they are the, the bigger they are the harder they fall. You've got to go into it like I've got something for this person. I don't care about size. I don't care about their experience. You know that's the beauty of jujitsu, right? It's it's for the smaller person to be able to defend themselves against a bigger person, and yeah. it's technique. Technique comes from repetition of drills of skills, yeah. right? Yeah. So be be confident in your skills. The skills should be basics. You know, basics from mount, basics from close guard basics from half guard mm-hmm. and just let that be the best thing that you can do don't and go in with that don't go don't go in with the mindset that you're gonna lose right you, look, yeah. this is coming from this you. is coming from a nine-year-old sure, but sure, this is sure. i mean this there's a lot of people who have this question yeah, yeah. And, and they sure. might not be asking it sure. men women adults children there are plenty of people out there that think this and, and when I'm rolling yeah. with fucking cyborg, I'm thinking the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> so it's like I'm thinking the same thing every like whenever I'm training the yeah. pro training. You know, I, I, I do. I, I like your advice. You know, look in a, to, in a so tournament like, a little I just bit different. Go for a takedown. Yeah, listen. You know? when, when I'm rolling or with Felipe, <laughs> when you. I'm rolling with my coach, I'm like I'm going. I want to survive and hope that I catch him in something. Um, I usually try to make him laugh, but it usually pisses <laughs> him off. I usually try to make say something or do something stupid or funny to get him off his game. Because it works, it gets him off his game a little bit, but um, yeah, I think you know people of all ages have this question again. All right, a nine-year-old's asking this, but this, you know, it is mindset. If you're going into a tournament feeling like you're going to lose, you're probably going to lose. You've already lost half the battle. Yeah, Gemma's so already a winner because she's listening to our show. Yeah, of course. Oh, for all sure. right, so, so Gemma, you're a winner. <laughs> yeah, and and it's like she she said well, the question was uh, how do I how, how do, do I, I roll with somebody or how do you roll with somebody when you know you're going to lose all right you don't know that you're going to lose yeah. right okay. first and foremost Gemma you don't know that you're going to lose you know that you're going to get into a match with this person that's mm-hmm. all you know for sure yeah. right but if you already think that you're going to lose you've already defeated yourself yeah, yeah you're going to lose yeah. it's just because you think that way yeah. right and like you said it, it it's it's for everybody that competes mm-hmm. right a lot of people go into competitions and they're like so scared they're like oh man I'm going to have to, to, to fight so many people or I have to fight this one person it's just like stop because you don't go into the gym saying that you're going to go fight your, your your teammates you're rolling mm-hmm. right so I, I just I just won the, the Nogi Advanced Division in New, New Breed right because okay. I wanted to test myself to see like I've been dabbling with leg locks since last January but really started taking them serious for the last six months so I'm like all right I could tap people in the gym from this because I, I really like Lachlan style like the 50 50 leg locks okay so I'm like all right I've been t- ca- catching some high level people in the gym let me go test this thing out right so when I went there it was just like I looked at the metal table and I'm like all right I'm gonna get that belt like I just like visualize like that I'm gonna be having that belt and I went into the competition and it was like all right I'm gonna win this thing like I just like in my mind like all right I'm gonna win it and I went. I won my first match by points, and then the second match, some guy caught me in a heel hook and cracked my heel, right? But 
I didn't like before I used to get so pissed off when I used to get beat, but I was like, all right. So I just sat at the I just sat down and I put ice on my ankle and I was like, all right, whatever. And then they're like, Drew, you're going back up. So now in my mind, I still like, oh snap, okay, I gotta win. But I'm like, I'm not trying to take anybody down because my ankle was all messed up. So boom, I pull guard. Now I don't like pulling guard. <laughs> Even though I like I like uh there's, some wrist, there's some wrist locks in there. I know, but I haven't really been doing wrist locks. It's just been heel hooks, bro. Gotcha, gotcha. But I, I, I start getting, I, I have a lot of entries from, uh, from, from uh, passing, where like I'll just do a leg drag and then I'll just go straight into like you know uh, leg locks entries. So, dude cracks my ankle and I go on to the next one. Sorry, I'm pulling guard. So I start pulling. You know, I get to, I get to um, single leg X, pull him into fifty fifty, boom, and and I cracked his his stuff. He didn't want to tap out, and I didn't want to do it to him. So like I. I caught him into an outside Senkaku, cracked his knee, and he and I'm looking at him, and I let it go, and he was like, "No, nah, no, nah, we're still going." I'm like, "Okay," and I did it again. You know, match ended, and then I rematched the guy that cracked my 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 leg first, and then I rematched him, threw him in a fifty fifty, heel hook, then finals heel hook. So, I the 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 whole point of what I'm saying is, it's like I just had it in my mind that I was gonna do it, and and I didn't tell myself that this was a fight. I said we're rolling. Yeah. I'm rolling with these people. Mm -hmm. So I guess you know to answer Gemma's question is just like don't look at it like you're gonna lose. Like you know you just look at it like this is another role. Mm -hmm. Whatever happens happens. Like if you and, and at the end of the day we do jujitsu because we love it, right? Most of us it's therapy. That's yeah. what it is, and we get that yep. same brotherhood that all of us know, mm -hmm. like from the Marine Corps. Like sure. it's there. Like you go, you roll, you're on the mats, you're talking shit. I just want to mm -hmm. say this as well for Gemma. Um, the uh, there, I think there's two things as well. Um, uh, one is uh, if you're if you really think that you know, for instance, if you're rolling against. Uh, world champion, you know, at a mm -hmm. seminar or something, because I don't think the question is just specifically for competition. Yeah, no, um, I don't think so either. Um, and so uh, it is it is for when you're just rolling at the gym yeah. as well. Um, so if you're rolling with your instructor who you're going to fucking lose... Oops, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, Gemma. Sorry, Gemma. Sorry, Larry. I apologize to your parents. <laughs> um, if you're going to lose, then go in, play your game, and then see what they're going to do to counter you. Yeah. Like whenever I roll with uh, Ricardo or something, man, he does crazy... Um, like things that I never see before. And so I learn a lot every time I roll with mm -hmm. them just because I know I'm going to lose. I just want to see what he's going to do. Yeah. And yeah. then, bam, he does some stuff, and I end up using that technique later. And so just go in with uh, whatever, whoever you're rolling with, no matter who they are, and then try to learn something. At the end of the yeah. day, you're learning and building mm -hmm. your jiu-jitsu. Um, I, th I think in the beginning, and, I, and we've talked about this a lot. I know at White Belt, it's easy to hear the whole, like, you know, you don't lose, you learn. But I didn't really, really start Grasp to believe it. it or really wrap my head around it until I maybe got to purple where now there's a little bit more humility. I, I, know, I understand how to train herd. I understand pulling guard. I understand trying to survive with a black belt. It, it, it takes a little time because I think most of us, tell me if I'm wrong, you know, we have white belt and blue belt. You don't want to lose. Well, that's another thing. Don't, oh, it's our, it's, again, it's mindset. You don't want to lose. No, no matter don't. what you smile and tell each other yeah. and the memes you put online, <laughs> all that's bullshit. <laughs> You don't want to lose. I know, we know there's a guy in our gym that he's checked off. He, he, if he taps you, he stands up and goes, check. <laughs> of the people he has it. Oh, man. And we had a little thing. I love him today, but we had a little thing where he couldn't, he couldn't tap me. He tried to tap me in a flow roll. It got a little out of hand. And so, <laughs> but I know, to the, take see, yeah. it's really roll. hard. It's really oh, hard man. to, zero to you know, roll. I still get it. That's why I say I, I'm, I'm a purple belt now. I still have a little of it in me. 
where there are certain people that I'm going to go a little heavier with, oh, a little harder yeah. with, because I'm not going to tap to them. Exactly. You know? But go ahead. I, I interrupted you. You started to say something. Did you have no, a I think you were saying that at the end of the day, you're going with your professor, right? You know you're not going to beat him. Your best bet is what no, can you No, you don't learn? know you're not going to beat him. You don't know that. <laughs> you know, I mean, Drew just told you. Did you listen to what Drew said? You know you're about to roll. You don't. You never caught your black belt? You never caught your professor? You always want I've, to. I've never, like, well, but. I caught one. I caught one. I caught, I caught like, I've never I caught Kenny at white belt. I think I've I was a white belt. I have never caught Adrian. I don't know. And Cyborg, I don't see myself. Hey, I remember when I was a blue belt, I was rolling with Cyborg. No, I did a cartwheel and he kicked me across the mat. Who's that? Who? I was laughing. Who? And I was rolling with Cyborg and like I, I do cartwheel passes yeah, yeah. when I was a blue belt and I, I did a cartwheel pass. He looked at me, laughed, and just kicked me across the mat. <laughs> so I mean, in that situation, just have fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> have fun and learn. But, but I interrupted also, you guys. No, no, I was just going to say, it. it's yeah. an opportunity to learn, yeah. right? I think sometimes people get out of control as opposed to, hey, what can I learn, right? If, yeah. If you think you're going to smash me, try your best. But when I get on top, I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. I'm going to put a little bit of extra weight. I weigh 165, 170. I'll drop all my weight on you. Just make that you uncomfortable. I won't even kilos. try. <laughs> I won't even try for like a sub. I'll dig my shoulder underneath your neck and I'll, you know, hyperextend your head or I'll drive my, you know, drive my head into your side. Some of my, my best gi burns yeah. have come from yeah. that elbow right there. Yeah. Give you a little black belt tricks. Here's a little souvenir. Yes. Yeah. I got a couple little burns and black eyes. Yeah. 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 Another thing, too, to address, I think, is uh, at the end of the day, you're trying to break somebody's bone and choke somebody's out, choke, choke somebody out. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so uh, it is a fight aspect. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of people coming in for the first time, uh, I know like my buddy Dalton, for instance, uh, who's also a partner and uh, co-owner of Substars. Yeah. Um, he, uh, man, starting out, man, we'd fight a lot in the Marines, like straight up yeah. fist fight, all this stuff. And then coming to jujitsu, when somebody's trying to choke him out, he's like an animal, you yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. like a freaking beast, even <laughs> yeah. though he's just all over the place. So like, Honey badger? Uh, honey badgers oh, to the max. White, white belt honey, mag honey badger, you know? And so... Um, he comes in like a fight every time, you know, and I think that's similar with mer like military personnel in general, um, just because, uh, and that's why he's crazy to roll with too, you know, <laughs> and then, um, and so if you're constantly going in and losing and you think it's a fight every time, yeah. then that also can, I think, lead to that kind of mindset too, because every match you think is going to be a fight and shit, me too. Like I still think maybe I'm going to catch Cyborg, you know, <laughs> but that's still <laughs> three, three years later, and probably the next 15 years, probably not either, you know, 10 years, but whatever. What's it like training down there? We, we talked a little bit before, but uh, obviously, you know, the listeners didn't hear us talking about it. Talk a little bit about the, the pro training down there at, at Fight Sports. Well, I, I personally love it just because of the role. Like there's an hour of technique, hour of um, drilling, and then an hour of rolling. And it's with the top guys, you yeah. know, in, in Miami pretty much. And everybody comes there let, let, uh, for one day or another. And so you have a lot of uh, different um, training styles as well. Um, and so just uh, I think it's a perfect um, training schedule. Yeah. One hour of good technique, uh, drilling, and then one hour of rolling. And yeah. you could go as hard as you want or, you know, um, whatever. And so um, it, uh, I think it's just a perfect um, uh, regiment. Yeah. Just in the middle but of the But tough. But tough. That's a tough, that's a tough room to be in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, All right. happy with it. All right. So we're going to get into our, our, our speed round here. Right. We have a, about four different questions that we usually just ask all of our guests. We've answered them at some point. I think this might have evolved from your podcast, and then we kind of kept some of the same questions. So we'll have you answer them again. 
Um, they're, they're evolving. I change them a little bit here and there, but we just go through kind of just a, you know, essentially a speed round. So, so you'll, you'll get it in a second. So if you could go back in time, Alex, what would you tell the white belt you? You were standing in front of yourself the first day of training. You show up at the school. You're about to touch the mat. What do you say to yourself? Um, man, uh, I would say you learn the uh, guillotine defense. Yeah. Guillotine. I got my ears got screwed up just because <laughs> of that. <laughs> so learn those guillotine defenses. Okay. Drew? My white belt self? What would you tell your white belt self? What would you tell the white belt you? Damn. Uh, take care of your body. Stretch. Stretch. Okay. Yes. Still working on that, That's bro. Yeah, I know. Still this trying to work really... that into the schedule. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> trying to, too. <laughs> I haven't learned that yet. No, man. You know, I yeah, went to, uh, I, I just started going to the stretch, one of these stretch zone places. How is that? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, they did, it, they do more kind of waist down stuff. Yeah. There's not a lot for waist up and shoulder, but that's what I needed. I'm a very unflexible, yeah. you know, you know, the more you train, the more things hurt. I'm like, you know, yeah. right. It's just me. No, no, I, mean, no, I, I, I feel I like the more, I'm less flexible now than I've ever been in my life until I get warmed up. Mm-hmm. I've been trying yoga and all that other stuff, but my, my girl got me a Groupon for it, and, yeah, I, and so I signed up. I bought a couple. I bought a couple. Of, I bought a couple of uh, sessions. I liked yeah. it. it. It was good. I got to look into good. that psoas thing, man. I think. Oh, I got the psoas over. I got to do some videos. Yeah, with, you know what? You know about the psoas? Yeah, yeah. The psoas. Oh God. I, I, it's not in the room. I I, I got to show it to you after it's the like, podcast. It hey, Bo, could like you a, get that like, little plastic your legs, thing out there? Pinch my legs together, and I got a pain right there. There's here. a little black really plastic thing that looks just really strange on top of the box there. Strange. Check it out. Can yeah. you get that and toss it in here? Yo, I, I know yeah, you're not a, a fan. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I know you're not a fan, but that I got the new Tim Tam that heats up. I I've got one. I've got really oh. that thing is magic. Yeah. Yeah. It goes back and forth. Yeah, it goes like, all in your yeah. muscles and stuff. I've got one. Mm. I well, I ordered from T. You know, you, you are. Were you on the podcast when I talked about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, toss it to Junior. Yeah, I'm this, sorry. This is after you guys can go. Yeah, yeah. It might have been on one of your podcasts. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. gonna be on. So, be a so, so wait, so the, so the Tim, so the Tim Tam. Yeah, I ordered it. Never got it. They were selling them without yes. having them stocked, and I waited forever, and I got pissed <laughs> off, and I just basically found the same one. It was exactly the same one. I found and uh, and I wanted to just well, I shouldn't say exactly the same one. I found something similar and uh, and I bought it and then I found they're all over Amazon. It's just white labeled. They're all exactly the same and these companies just put your name on it or change the colors. So uh, so yeah, no, I'm, I wake every morning, no legit every morning, and I put it in my briefcase and take it to work with me. Yeah, take because at the away. end of the day, uh, three o'clock, the neck is hurting. It's absolutely part of my uh, uh, my uh, my workout regimen now. That you haven't have you seen this before? I've, I've seen Joe Rogan. Ro- Rogan about. Rogan talks about it a lot. Uh, let me get it here. Chatty Kathy, let's so, stay on a speed round. <laughs> oh shit! Right. Sponsorships, brother. Sp- <laughs> Sponsors. <laughs> so I mean, it basically you're going in. It was made for the hips. It's made for here, but then people started using it used on the back. So just think about your back, your your shoulder blades being here, spine in the middle. Mm-hmm. I work go from my butt all the way up to my shoulder blades and then I'll lay down on the floor and, and use this for my neck. Fucking amazing. Wow. I don't know if you got any of that, Bo. Amazing. It is, <laughs> it is, this is, this is hands down. Like I, sometimes I have to roll out of bed in the morning. I get up, I use my massager first, get a little warmed up and then I hit this and I, you got to try this. I need that. I amazing. Need they got a little one. I don't know how the little one works. It's like a little one that you can kind of push into your neck, but I, I haven't seen it. But again, this was kind of for the psoas muscle. From what I understand, the psoas muscle connects from the, the spine 
to your legs. Mm-hmm. Somebody explained it to me like, you know, like uh, when you got those little uh, G.I. Joe figures mm-hmm. when you were a kid, you pull the leg and it was like on a rubber band. Yeah. yeah. It's that. Think of it like that. That's so ass. It's amazing. Yeah, and and it, when, when, you real, yeah. when you feel it, you're going to go, holy shit, I didn't even know there was something there. For me, I have a lot of problems with just like sitting all day. I have to stand at my desk sometimes. I have one of those like very nice setups. Dancing. It's too much and, line dancing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, it helps. It helps in the morning. <laughs> it, it's just, it's a, it's a different day when I when I try try when when we get out of here. So uh, okay, so it's question number two. I got that one. Okay, all right. Let's go. see. What Alex? What's your ultimate goal in jujitsu other than achieving the rank of black belt? And we know that Substars is in that right. One of the things that you're giving back to the community. But what do you want to achieve? What's your ultimate goal? Um, I mean. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, with uh, obviously other than black belt and be, you know, jujitsu world champion, I think everybody <laughs> oh, who wants to, who competes yeah. wants to be a world champion. Yes. Um, so obviously that's always a dream. Um, and then along with substars, you know, bringing the um, jujitsu to the masses, I mean, that's really the ultimate goal is to have the whole planet, um, you know, watching and being uh, and enjoying sure. jujitsu. Putting on some good shows. Putting on some good shows. Broadening the broadening the sport, um, really make it a, a mass market uh, type of uh, sporting event. How about this world championship? What belt are we talking about? What division? Fucking black belt. <laughs> okay, black belt. Okay. Like uh, I mean, I think it's uh, possible. It's just obviously with um, substars taking up a lot of time. Um, my jujitsu has been slacking, so I need to work on that. Okay. And time is kind of running out. Thirty years old. Right. So again, old fast man. Right. So, Drew, um, ultimate goal. ADCC Black Belt World oh, Champ. Another for one. sure. And to be able to to take all of the skills and the lessons that I learned on this journey and be able to pass it to my son so he could be a black belt world there champ. There you go. Dang. There you go. You know what I'm it's a great answer. I was gonna say when I, when I asked it, I was gonna say that's that that's a hard answer to follow. That's that's oh, a hard answer was. to follow. That's a, yeah. that's a great like, answer. Let man. me hit them I with my it. son so I can make Ooh. it just a little bit. All those heartstrings, <laughs> you know. All right, so so next question. We got four total. This is number three. What's the craziest jujitsu related thing that's ever happened to you on or off the mat? Uh, the probably the craziest was um, um, I was sitting substar groupies fans. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a uh, training and uh, just like seeing a guy's ankle just snap um, in front of me, oh. and I was actually gonna roll with a guy before. It was just um, I had like a cut, so I got off the mat, cleaned up the blood, and then. Um, the guy who was I was supposed to be rolling with, um, I got back on the mat, was rolling, and all of a sudden I hear snap. I look up, and the dude's leg is just like nice. air in the air, and the ankle's just dangling <laughs> right there, and the, the bone is like pushing the skin out. And I was just like, all right, we need to definitely call the paramedics right now. <laughs> that's Drew, <laughs> craziest jujitsu-related thing that's ever happened to you on or off the mat? So I'm going to follow the injury train here. Like the, <laughs> I, was, I was training a kid's class, and... There was these two brothers, like they were just like flimsy, you know what I mean? Like you try to teach them how to break their fall and they just couldn't do it. And uh, we were doing like takedown drills and one of the kids went to go break their fall and like both their their arm bones snapped in half. Both of them, the radius and the ulna. The radius and the ulna, it just went And then I seen the father later and he's like, yo, check out this x-ray. And it was just like completely just in half. Oh man. Yeah. Fall techniques, but it was it, it was a, it was a loud, loud like crack, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not right. That's wild. I was like, oh man, these parents are gonna kill me. Yeah, 
Yeah, but that's my, my man. Go so, ahead. Listen, man. So you want the question or you want, oh, mine? Did no, I, I know I you. Mine? I, I, I give. I give. Uh, I, oh, I'm giving you the last question. But oh, go ahead. You got an answer question. there as well. Yeah. This is oh, his favorite question. You ever had trigger <laughs> finger? You ever had trigger finger? For like in a gun? No, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. Well, trigger finger? No, it's a, it's an injury. Oh, right? <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. Itchy trigger finger? Did you say you were scout sniper? So basically, what ends up happening is the tendon right here slips off off the bone that it holds right and your finger ends up staying like this it stays bent just like that mm. what you have to do is you have to splint your finger for at least six weeks just what? because of that injury right if you don't then it's just going to be like limp yeah. so six weeks off the mat for me from a stupid injury like that yeah that was a while up. back yeah, one, of, one of the one of our training partners has has her finger like that her oh. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> one of our training partners was on the, the last episode, uh, Andres. Andres Leon, he came here with a with one of those metal splints. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the finger, he, he got it caught. I don't know exactly what the injury, but the injury isn't the story. He has it in a splint, and it was like, kind of like really fat. You can see it's red. I told, uh, That's infected. Squeezed it. It's definitely broke. Excuse me, I didn't say infected at the time. I said, that's definitely broken, just the way it was swelling up. Well, he kind of, I think he ignored it for maybe a couple of days and then he went to emergency and and long story short though he it got so infected they cut they had to cut the skin right you saw it did you see it they had to basically they had to cut the skin and take the skin away oh my god so all his the tops that's all gone it's fucking disgusting (laughs) but he uh, you know it got infected and it's just like from i think from pretty much the knuckle all the way up on his index finger, it's gone. Wow. He sent that shit to the like. A, we have a group chat for the for the gym, and I don't. People didn't that didn't see him, didn't get it. That like they thought he was just sending a meme. He's like, no, that's my finger right now. Oh my and the God. whole like you could just see the skin. It's just like pink skin underneath. It was disgusting. I haven't seen him in a while, but I, yeah. he's definitely got to be out for a couple months. And he was going to be do. I think he was going to be Miami Springs is coming. Yeah, he wanted, he wanted. He wanted to do. Gonna a, be yeah, he wanted Miami to do an Springs. open. Yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's out for a couple months at least. All right, check it out. Last question, right? Now this is. But let me just preface. You want to preface? This. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna answer. I'm not gonna ask your question. <laughs> know exactly what they're gonna now, ask. Now, look. This is probably. I believe, Alex. I'm being serious. This is. This is. This is. He's smiling. This is probably one of the most important questions. You had a lot of people. In a lot all, of people listen to us in all of jujitsu. This is probably one of the most important questions. Not only that you would. Ask, you're going to be asked today, but that you'll probably ever be asked in wow. your jujitsu career. Wow. This is real important. A lot of people are going to listen to this answer. They're going to follow in your footsteps. So uh, no pressure. When I, when I, may, when no, I meet Helio Gracie, no what I'm going to ask him, I'm going to ask No Helio. pressure. But go ahead. Yes. I'm going to ask Helio. Carlson, too. What's that? Go ahead, go ahead. Wash or don't wash your belt? I wash my belt. Yes! Ah! Yes! Finally! Somebody. <laughs> you won a prize. I'm going to send you home with some triple threat. <laughs> yes. Out. From PowerCore. For real. Right there. This is uh, one of our sponsors <laughs> sending some stuff. Man, come on, Marine. Why I do you wash it. your belt? Um, I is mean, there a why? Because is, for the it's, it's a dirty? very simple reason. Um, I just throw my shit in the washer okay. all together, and okay. then I wash it all at once. Okay, That's okay, very hey. simple. All right, and have your powers diminished at all? <laughs> they have, and I still have... smash. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look this way, motherfucker. He did look right at you, Drew. He, got, he got me the last time with a heel hook. I gotta Drew? get some revenge. You know? Drew, I don't know about, what about that. The other, what about the every other time before? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. 
We're not looking to no, butt shame. We're not, hey, we're not belt. looking to butt yeah, shame yeah, anybody, but yeah. hey. No, no, we are. I am. I am. Belt shamer over there. You wash it. No, I don't wash my belt. The only time I wash my belt is if like I leave my gi in the car like all wrapped up and like so you do wash it gets all nasty. And so you like, do wash it's, your belt. It that's, stinks. That's wash yeah. your right? belt. You've washed your belt. No, bro. But I, it's not a thing. Like it's not. You don't wash it on the process. regular. It's not I regular. Yeah, it's but, not I, but bro, I don't even. I barely do gi now, so of course I don't wash my belt. So it's why? No, gi, no so belt. No problem. Why don't you wash your belt when you don't wash it? It's why don't you wash it off the essence, man? You washing off the training. <laughs> it's like. So why do you wash the gi? Because there's too much essence you, on Alex. the gi. <laughs> too much essence. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> because I wrap my, the gi with the belt. It fucking stinks. The nah, gi bro, stinks. You, the, the car stinks. Like, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you hang up the belt, the belt dries and it's there all you right. Go. So just That's hang it. up the gi and just be crusty. The, no, crusty. Whoa, whoa, whoa. the staff, uh, all the germs, none of that doesn't just go no, away when look, the sweat. No, listen. Half, listen, half, listen, half the time, you're not even rolling with your belt. Thank you. The shit comes right off. That's a bullshit excuse. That is a... Raul gave that same answer. That's true, but if you're not rolling with the belt then what's the point of keeping the essence because then now you're not rolling with that essence bro so nobody goes, asked all that man <laughs> <laughs> you're a marine corps intel man get out of here get out smart here. kid <laughs> well finally somebody's come on the show i think oh, everyone that's come on the show has has said they don't wash their belt but i i swore that that you were out there Alex. but why I, do I, you wash your belt like why why I, do you wash the gi? Simple question. I just no, wash it. I mean, I wash my underwear. I wash anything I wear. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, the only thing I don't wash is the belt, like my leather belt on my pants, because it's not getting sweaty. It's not touching me or anybody else. You probably but wash your jeans every time the, you wear them, right? No, man, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. They get too tight. You know, you got like two after like two two times after wearing oh, them. That's man. when they fit perfectly, right? You know. Yeah. I don't. So, all right. So, I finally, <laughs> I finally, you got some parting gifts, Alex. Drew's not getting anything when he leaves today. <laughs> so, so bear no with love. me, guys. We're going to just do a little kind of uh, closing housekeeping. So, uh, foundation. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Can man. I'm going to give you an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just want to shout out to a main sponsor, Adjusting Experts. Um, they are really making this next event uh, possible, financing okay. the event. Who is it again? Adjust, adjusting experts. Uh, oh, adjusting experts. So okay. if you have any property damage, uh, make sure you reach out to them um, here in the South Florida area. They're uh, really good guys, and they're a big fan of uh, okay. MMA and jiu-jitsu community. They're going to uh, okay. be involved with us in the future. So awesome. 2020, we're just getting started. Um, and then also Gamblers Jiu-Jitsu. Um, they're helping us with the pay-per-view um, and the event, so a uh, big shout out to them. They helped us with the last event, the tag team. Awesome. Big awesome. supporters of women jujitsu, um, okay. and then doubled the prize money for the women. Oh wow! Um, so they're uh, that they're really a uh, big um, uh, sponsor for us. And then uh, we'd also like to do a big shout out to Heel Hookers International. Okay, they're doing a custom limited release for the Substars event, um, and so people can pre-order. Um, that Substars rash guard for this event. A lot of the competitors are going to be wearing that rash guard as well. Amazing. Okay, so very cool. Big shout out to Heel Hookers uh, International. And let's just go to the, the date, venue, just let yeah, everybody know. So the next, uh, so the upcoming event is February 21st, Miami Beach at the Fillmore. Um, you can uh, get tickets now. It's on Ticketmaster. Visit our website, substars.us. Make sure uh, you select your favorite fighter, whoever you support. Um, Whatever link you select supports them. They get a percentage. <clears throat> and then uh, also the pay-per-view. Pay-per-view links will be on the website. Same thing. Click the fighter support. You know some fighters are donating their proceeds to a charity. So keep that in mind as well. 
Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And Anybody then, else? Um, there's, uh, I wanted to say, um, our commentators, uh, I want to do a big shout out to uh, Jason Chambers. He is a host of a human weapon on okay. uh, history channel. He's going to be one of the commentators. He's donated his time. He loves the event, loves what we're trying to do. He's being, getting involved and, uh, really helping us promote the event. Um, Another commentator we have is uh, his buddy, Sean Patrick Flannery, uh, who's an actor. Um, he was co-star on uh, Boondock Saints, one of the one of the brothers, and he's okay. actually a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and uh, has his own gym and trains, and so he's going to be coming to commentate as well. Awesome. Okay. Um, so I just want to do that. A uh, big shout-out to Scotty Wonders as well, Scott Hendler. He's been our first sponsor yeah. from day one. He um, built the stage, right? Built the, the stage, tank. yep. Right. And so yeah. uh, we wanted to get him more involved for our upcoming event, especially for the one with the crazy Asian Palace set. Um, <clears throat> maybe we'll do that for the next event. Uh, but he's been a big supporter since day one. Okay. Um, and so uh, uh, Dr. Abadi as well, uh, physical therapy. He's been um, being, he was our on-site medic. Um, and then uh, he's been helping out with all our athletes uh, if there's any injuries as well. So, um, big shout out to them. Okay, very cool. You want to give any shout outs to anybody? Um, I know last time I asked you if you want to shout out your sponsors, you said you wanted some sponsors. Shit, let me get some sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> give me we'll some sponsors. Up, we'll, you up. well, we'll send you, you know I'll send you home with something to clean your belt, and then, then you can tag the <laughs> I mean, guy. Blow, blow, <laughs> you can blow, tag, blow. Uh, power yeah. X Core. So, uh, so again, listen, thank you guys for coming out. We appreciate it. No, no go more. ahead, man. Go ahead. Keep on one, going, brother. One more, one more. No, I'm no. sorry. Um, Fighters uh, Choice, uh, they've been really helpful for putting the card together and the management. Um, they have a good insight on the whole um, jujitsu world, and um, and so I just want to give a big Fighters shout Choice, out to... Uh, am I seeing that on the shirts down yeah. at, uh, at Fight Sports? Yeah, uh, a lot of the guys. Uh, Maggie, uh, Cyborg, Cyborg, right there, they're sponsored. Gaudio, okay. Keenan, um, and then a bunch of the people, yeah. Okay, very well, cool. I shout out well, Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Go. First of all, shout out to my team, GF Team Four Lauderdale. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Willa Brea. We're going to start doing some wrestling oh, starting shit. tomorrow. Damn. Motherfuckers better watch out. And then uh, shout out to Tony Mello because after our match, we started training together and he's the one that showed me the way to the footlocks. Oh. The way. The way. All right. The dark side. The no, dark way side. Of the, foot. the way of the foot. The way of the foot. <laughs> is that a movie? I don't know, but Fist Foot be. Way. Fist yeah. Foot Way is a movie. You know? With a uh, dude from Kenny Powers. Fist Foot Way. Oh, nice, nice. I'll send you a link to that. It's funny. It's hilarious. Karate. Awesome. Nice, nice, nice. So, like, in my gym, we have, like, little like little pockets of people, right? So, like, we have little, like, crews. So, we got the Blue Belt Mafia, the Purple Belt Mob. Uh, I don't know what the Brown Belts are, though, but... I got the, the Foot Clan. Now that I've uh -oh. won a tournament official. with the heel hooks, now it's official. It's the Foot Clan. So nice. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. The Clan. Did you notice uh, the picture behind me here? Oh, yeah. That's Diane. Diane. Thank you for uh, for setting us up with Diane. That was, uh, I think, it was a she's, great podcast. A one of our One of our most popular podcasts as far as uh, downloads on the uh, nice. on the sound. Uh, on, Hold on. She uh, on beat Apple. me? Um, <laughs> she's up there. She's up there. I think. Uh, see how he, yeah, he skirted past that question. Good job. You know, Good job. But I think, you know, every... <laughs> Every podcast the, that we launch, you know, people go back and, and start listening from the beginning. Yeah, so, so every single podcast, you know, still does numbers, which is uh, which is great. But we gave this. This is another uh, podcast uh, patron uh, gift, winner. Uh, yep. a winner that we uh, that we gave away a couple months ago. I just asked the guy if I can keep it here for a couple months, oh, nice. because or at least for a couple of uh, shoots, because we got it. We had that podcast, and then it was Christmas. We went on vacation. Oh, and nice I got married thing. over the holidays, so we didn't record for at least a month. So, uh, so we were out. Congratulations. So, thank oh. you, brother. Thank you, brother. Also, to my strength and conditioning coach, 
Anthony at uh, A&M Strength and Fitness. Con- I mean, Strength and Conditioning is going to kill me for that. But yeah, <laughs> no, nah, man, Coach been getting me right. Yeah. Yeah. So. If, you know, I know that the, this event's coming on the next event. We'd love to have you guys back. If you want to bring a fighter on with you or, you know, just you come back. you got three events. We'd love to do three different podcasts with you guys uh, when, when this is happening again. You know, uh, but, you know, get the word out there. Again, we've been getting more and more popular, so I think this is a great venue for you guys to, yeah, again, you know, talk sure. about this. And uh, you know, Thanks for uh, having us on. I, yes. I appreciate you guys coming, man. I know it was, uh, it was uh, uh, me reaching out to him. I, I had to talk to somebody about this. <laughs> I <laughs> the see that guest plug, man. The guest plug yeah, right I mean, there. You got, right, so we didn't, we didn't really go over every single fight, obviously, but, I mean, you got Cyborg. You got, you know, his fiance. I'm not that that's not her only accolade, obviously. But, uh, you know, Luisa Maggie's Montero, on the card. I mean, Luisa Montero. We got Keenan and Gaudio, Gordon and Tex. I mean, that's going to be a fire. Wagner, his daughter. Tiago, right? Moises. Jasmine. Ja- Jasmine. Uh, Natalia. Yeah. So we got the, I mean, there's always connections. That's why I think it's kind of cool just how the card is set up. You have uh, Cyborg and Maggie. Gordon and Natalia, so it's yeah. like a power couple right there. Then you got a father-daughter team, um, Wagner and uh, Jasmine, and then um, the the blue belt and um, purple belt, like in the entry, uh, the and then um, the brown belt matches we have. They're all like um, OG substars. They okay. they all competed pretty much at the first substars event, um, and so then there's beef between them. So there's a lot of history, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it's like some local um, history between the matches. On top of other, you know, the elite grapplers that we have yeah. on the card that have their own history. We're excited, man. I'm going to be there. I, I, I bought my table at 8.01. Oh, really? That, that, that when, when the tickets went nice. live, I was like, Hell I got to yeah. get a table. I got a table Thank you for that. Nice. Uh, Thank so you again, for the support. I, I love it. Listen, and again, jump in. If you guys think of anything, I'm just going to go through some of our sponsors and uh, just a little of our housekeeping. So again, Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Foundation, uh, IG on uh, on Instagram, it's at the JJD Foundation, on Twitter at the JJ Dummies FDN, uh, and then the GoFundMe is always in the link, uh, or excuse me, is uh, the link is in the bio to the YouTube video and or the podcast. All right, uh, so uh, so please check it out. Please donate. Uh, thank you to Fight Back CBD. Uh, go to FightBackCBD.com. Use code JJD for 15% off your order. Uh, you can go to the podcast store uh, at jujitsudummies.shop. Get 10% off with code DUMMIESPOD13. And our newest sponsor and our friend Larry, he sent us this nice care package, uh, PowerXCore underscore LLC on Instagram. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for sending this stuff. He sent us bath salts, the, the Power Shield spray, and the Triple Threat. It's amazing. I, I really do use it all. I get off the mat. I spray the spray. I spray it all over my body. I wipe it down. He laughs at me. All over um, your body. <laughs> I rub it in. I rub it down. Uh, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about out? Not till I get next. home. Not till I get home. And then again, remember, uh, go to YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. You get entered to win a $50 coupon code to the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies shop our podcast store and um i think that's it check out flow and roll we're going to give out some keychains to to some of our winners the geese that you see hanging on the wall here from uh flow kimonos we're probably going to do something with our uh with our podcast patrons i think that we're going to get a few of the other geese that were won i just got to get the patches on them so check them out thank you to flow kimonos uh for uh for that contest at the last event 
Uh, and then uh, five, tickets. five tickets to the Substars event. That's going to we'll be a great show, man. Yeah, we'll figure out exactly how we're going to give them away, whether we run a little extra contest or we do it with our podcast patrons. We're going to do something, and we absolutely appreciate that. That's that's just it's going to be an awesome event. I think anybody that goes is going to uh, is going to be amazed. I think you know the whole uh, the sumo thing. I, I think it's just a great idea. You're going to bring in some people that might not have normally see, watched jujitsu right. or come to that event. And I think you're doing a really good thing. I think it's smart. And then, I mean, at the end of the day, like, the, it's uh, it's going to be a show. It's going to be fun. Um, trying to make, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat a reality. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the, the samurai um, is going to be pretty interesting, depending on how the main event matches end. If you win by submission or just by points, the samurai will do something different. It's nice. Gonna be, it's going okay. like to be like a fight oh, scene okay. Okay. before the match, how it starts, and then it's going to stop. And there's going to be that wood block sound. And then okay. it's the grappling match because they're like each of their own samurai like a duel. Okay. And then at the end of the match, if they win by submission, they're going to pick up the fight scene. Okay. And then the one samurai is going to slay the other one. Oh. And it's going to be slayed. All and right. And if it's like uh, if you lose by points, then um, still deciding how it's going to end. But um, either Sepuku. the person's going to um, <laughs> do like seppuku, you know. Um, or a ninja might, they're going to be fighting, and then ninja might come out and just uh, slay one of them. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Can't wait for the Some event. Easter eggs right there. Yeah, Easter man. Easter eggs, yeah. So this is going to come <laughs> out. We're gonna, we'll launch this probably next Monday. Okay, uh, So it'll definitely be out before the, before the show. Uh, Get you know, code. Let people know you're on the show. Let them know to listen. And we'll definitely uh, you know, do some more promoting online. We'll post. We'll talk about you guys. I'll uh, I'll take some outtakes from the I'll post some uh, outtakes from the show. Perfect. So we'll continue to promote. So again, thank awesome. you guys for coming out. Thank you everybody out there listening. That's it, guys. That's oh, it. Yeah. Thank you guys. It. Alex, Thanks for having us. pleasure, man. Hey. Thank far, brother. Let's do it. Watching, do guys. or die. Thank Hurrah. you, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Hey. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Take Good care. Show.